on the 2, 3, 4, 5, 7, the CENF train. Look, Sigmund! Look at the sky! The planet's on fire! It is just as you prophesized! The planets of our solar system incinerating! Like flaming loaves, Sigmund! Like flaming loaves! <laughs> the most money I've ever turned down was... 1.5 mil, I think, a month. Wait, hold on. The most you've turned down was about 1.5. 1.5 million a month, I think it's almost, let me see, 12, blah, blah. That is 18 million potentially for the year. Okay. That would be le le legitimately, if you're in the NBA, you're a NBA star. Good morning, Mike. Oh, hello. How are you glued to, Cameron? Uh, just your screen, unfortunately. Unfortunately? What do you do for a living, well, Cameron? I'm a carpenter. A carpenter, right. So how safe is that for the climate? Well, I work with timber, which is a much more sustainable material rather than concrete. I also but you work with trees out. that have been cut down then, don't you? It's a sustainable building practice. How is it sustainable if you're killing trees? Because it's regenerative, you can grow trees. Right. Well, you can you can grow all sorts of things, can't you? Well, you can't grow concrete. You can. <laughs> See you, Cameron. Cheerio. That was Cameron. Uh, he grows trees and then cuts them down and then makes things from them. Brilliant. Marvellous. I don't think I ever want to talk to any of those people. Welcome to Might As Well. Bitch, buckle up. This is not NPR. So without further ado, the great Maui Ma. Bruh, I just got a text from my bank, FNB, the First National Bank, where it is apparently, allegedly, according to them, they are one of the best banks in the world. If not the best bank in the world. What the fuck does that mean? I thought that JP Morgan and Chase was the best bank in the world. I mean, yo, evidently all of these banks are the best banks in the world, right? Well, they are the best, right? They are the best at screwing people over. They are the best at fucking people over. But I digress. I just got a fucking text from the First National Bank, right? And bro, yo, you would not believe what this fucking text was asking me to do. Bro, yo, the text reads, and I quote, share your vaccination status. Huh? What? Yeah, 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 yeah. My bank sent me a fucking text, and they are asking me to share my vaccination status. Bro, ain't that personal? Ain't that, I mean, listen, listen, I get it. I'm fucking Maui Mao. Okay? Everybody knows my vaccination status because I come on here and I talk about it every single fucking week. Every week I talk about the fact that I'm inoculated. Every single fucking week. Everybody knows where I stand when it comes to these fucking COVID-19 vaccines. Everybody knows. Right? Everybody knows. I talk to thousands of people all around the fucking world, week in, week out, and I get on here and I tell all of y'all that, hey, listen, I believe in the fucking vaccines. Facts. 
I believe in science. I believe in technology. I believe in engineering and mathematics. What does that spell? STEM? But bruv, in these here dark times, that M should stand for Moderna or better yet medicine. I believe in these fucking vaccines. That's what I'm trying to say. I believe, but bruv, let's keep it a buck, let's keep it a thousand, trillion, million, billion, quintillion. Bruv, these fucking vaccines are not cut from the same fucking thing. Right? Right? These fucking vaccines are not cut from the same cloth. So some vaccines are better than others. These are, yo, listen, I'm preaching. These are all fucking facts. Some vaccines are better than others. The first thing to know about these two vaccines is that they're largely similar. Data shows both are between 94 and 95% effective. Both require two doses. Neither is a live virus vaccine. Neither affects your body's DNA. Reported side effects for both are nearly identical. And both use new vaccine technology called mRNA. mRNA are basically injected in the vaccine. It gets into your cell and then teaches your cell basically how to make the virus protein to, to mount an immune response. Now the differences. Pfizer's vaccine requires your booster shot three weeks or 21 days after the first. Moderna's booster comes four weeks or 28 days later. Pfizer's vaccine was approved for use in people ages 16 and older. If approved, Moderna's will be available for people 18 and up and storage. By now, you know Pfizer's vaccine has to be stored in super cold temperatures. Moderna's is a little different. I asked Dr. James Cutrell to explain why. The mRNA itself is not very stable at room temperature. Uh, once you take it and put it in the refrigerator, the, vac the Pfizer vaccine is only stable for about five days. The Moderna vaccine, on the other hand, from the data that we have from the company, appears to be stable at refrigerator temperature for about 30 days. There's something about the Moderna vaccine, most likely the way the lipid nanoparticle is created, that allows it to be a little bit more stable for a longer period of time uh, in the refrigerator. Let's do this. Once out of the fridge, both vaccines have to be used within five or six hours, otherwise that mRNA starts to degrade. At this point, experts think more Pfizer vaccine will be sent to bigger hospitals with capacity for those deep freezers. And Moderna's will go to clinics or smaller hospitals that don't have those freezers. Something to remember, and this is important, you can't mix and match vaccines. Because that's the way that it's been studied. And so the answer to the question of which one you should take is really whichever one you're offered to, to get first. With your health check, I'm Sonia Azad. In the same way that some religions are better than others. Bruv, let's just be honest with ourselves. The Jews are the chosen people. Right? Which makes Judaism just, just better than the other religions. I mean, bruv, think about it. Think about it. Judaism is both a religion and, and a race. I mean, I mean, bruh, bruh, dude. Hey, talk about two birds, one stone. Hey, bruv, talk about two birds, one burning bush. I mean, bruv, it is what it is. 
It is what it is. The Jews are just better than everybody else. Hate it or love it. Okay? The Jews. Oh, listen. Yo, they are just a better people. Let's just admit it, Christians. Right? And Muslims. Let's just keep it a buck. Judaism is better. It's fucking better, bruv. Hey, let's analyze these fucking vaccines, bruv. Some of these vaccines were touched by a Jewish god. Let's keep it a buck. Some of these vaccines were touched by the ghost of Moses, bruv. These are all fucking facts. Legit. And of course... Some of these fucking vaccines were kissed by the devil, a.k.a. Lil Nas X. But I fucking digress. Let's keep it a buck. Right? Let's keep it a buck. Some vaccines. Hey, listen. I just, I just, on another fucking level. Let's analyze them. Right? Coronavac is better than nothing. Right? It's better than dying without getting inoculated. But you're going to die regardless. Right? That's Coronavac. And the AstraZeneca vaccine, albeit better than Coronavac, hey, you still gonna die. Right? You still gonna die. But, but, at least you tried. You feel me, bruv? If you get the AstraZeneca vaccine, hey, you are gonna die. Boom, bye-bye. But at least you tried. And I respect that. I respect that. At least you gave it a fair shake. And I respect that shit. Right? The Johnson & Johnson vaccine is better than the AstraZeneca vaccine. However, you know, chances of you, you know, getting ensnared in a fucking blood clot, bumba clot block, very high. Very high. Chances of your fucking immune system, whoa, being fucking disrupted. Right? By a fucking cytokine storm or two. Hey, very high. Very high. But bruv, your chances of living are 50-50. And fam, that should be good enough. Let's keep it a fucking buck. Let's keep it a buck. Bruv, the Pfizer vaccine. I mean, come on, bro. We are now getting into the fucking big leagues. The Pfizer vaccine. I mean, it's... I mean, I mean, come on. The Pfizer vaccine is, is just on another planet when compared with the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. However, it's number two. The Pfizer vaccine is like Cristiano Ronaldo. Right? You know, sure, you know. He has a couple of ballon doors, right? He's going to go down as one of the greats, but he's not going to go down as the great. Right? He's going to be one of the greats. There's a difference. There's a difference between being one of the greats and being the great. Alors, attends, vous êtes en grand écran. Alors, attends, Laure. Je mets sur pause. On a un invité spécial. Je demande l'attention de tout le monde. Il a envie de lancer son propre chant. Bonjour, Omar. Bonjour à tous. Oui. <laughs> 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 Il y a Omar. <laughs> Merci. Merci. Yeah, les gars. And it works. You see, bruv, being the great means that you stand alone. You, sir, are a one of one. You, ma'am, are a one of one. You, they, are a one of one. You stand alone. Right? You stand alone.
alone. You occupy a very special place in people's hearts. Fuck! That's what it means. Right? And the Pfizer vaccine is not that. But, 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 it's going to go down as one of the greats. Right? It's going to go down as one of the best to ever do it. Not the best to ever do it, but one of the best to ever do it. You feel me? And of course, the Pfizer vaccine is as popular as Cristiano Ronaldo. You feel me? And of course, you know, just like, you know, with everything popular on this here fucking planet, the Pfizer vaccine is feeling itself. You feel me? It, it is out here fucking believing its own hype. It's all over social media. It's all over the fucking news. It's everywhere. People love it. It's popular. It's fucking popping. Everybody's talking about it. Right? But bruv, yo, listen, as much as the Pfizer vaccine is out here just saving lives all day, every day, day. Listen, I got the fucking Pfizer. I got the Pfizer. Cough, 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 cough. Ha 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 ha. I'm just fucking with you, dummy. I'm a fucking robot. No COVID for me, but you should keep your head on a swivel. And by the way, that mask is not for your chin. Are you stupid or are you dumb? I got one of the best vaccines, but it is not the best. I have a top two vaccine, moonwalking in my body, crumping in my system. A top two vaccine. But bruv, trust me on this one. It is definitely number two. Okay? The Pfizer vaccine is top two. It is definitely, without a shadow of the fucking doubt, a number two vaccine in the world. Right? Without a shadow of the fucking doubt. It lives in the shadow. Fuck! Of that Moderna vaccine. I mean, bruh, yo, fam, let's just keep it a buck right now, bruv. The Moderna vaccine is fucking alien. Fam, What's in that shit? What's in the Moderna vaccine? I mean, bruv, we all know what's in the fucking Sputnik V vaccine, right? Sputnik V is made of fucking spit and rat hacks and a prayer. Have your most Yes. Jesus praise the Lord. Yes, sir. Hallelujah, God. Yes. We don't want no devils in the house, God. Yes, Lord. We want the Lord. Yes, Jesus. Yes. Fam, Sputnik V is basically the Nyaope of vaccines. That shit is made of Vladimir Putin's blood, sweat, and tears. Literally. These are all fucking facts. But bruv, yo, fam, yo, do y'all know what that Moderna thing is made of? Like, bruv, what's in that Moderna thing, bruv? Yo, fam, oh, yo, what did Moderna do? To come up with their fucking vaccine. Because listen bruv. Listen yo. Pfizer came close. To whatever Moderna did. But bruv. Yo fam. Yo. Yo. They still failed. They still failed. To achieve. What Moderna has achieved. Bruv. That Moderna vaccine. I mean bruv. Yo listen. I'm hearing a lot of people saying. Oh. Moderna has to share their fucking ingredients. Moderna has to share their fucking know-how. I say no.
Make your money, dog. Make your fucking money. Don't share your recipe with any of these motherfuckers. These niggas are thirsty. Don't share your recipe with the world. Fuck these pussy holes and their fucking egalitarian worldview. Fuck that shit. We are not equal. Okay? We are not equal. Let's just keep it a thousand. We are not equal and we will never be. The world is not sweet. This shit is not a fucking utopia. The world is capitalist. Deal with it. Legit. Legit, bruv. These are all fucking facts. Right? These are all fucking facts. Cash rules everything around us, bruv. Whether you like it or not. So hey, Moderna, make your fucking money. Okay? You got the best vaccine. You got the GOAT vaccine. You got the fucking Lionel Messi vaccine. You got the fucking Lionel vaccine, bruv. You are different. The Copa America vaccine. You an animal. You are a fucking animal, Moderna. Make your money. Fuck these poor fucks. Fuck Africa. I'm in Africa. Fuck us. Who cares about us? Who cares? Who gives a flying fuck? Make your money. Okay? And yeah, yeah, Moderna. When you ship your vaccine to these fucking shithole countries, hey, double the price. Make your money. Make your money. The world is fueled by greed. That's all we got as a fucking species. All we got is greed and other men-made shit. So make your money, Moderna. Make your money. Make your fucking money, bruh. Sir, now that you've got your check, do you plan on quitting your job driving this truck? Truck driver? I ain't no truck driver. I'm a janitor. Janitor? That's right, baby. I just bought this truck straight cash. And I got enough cigarettes to last me and my family for the rest of our lives. I'm rich, bitch! The nerve of these niggas. For these motherfuckers to ask Moderna to share its fucking COVID-19 vaccine recipe. I mean, bruh, fam, yo, it's beyond me. It's beyond me. The fucking Balls on these niggas. The cojones on these niggas. The fuck? Bruh, the disrespect on these niggas. Moderna worked hard on its vaccine. How about work harder? How about that? Make your own fucking vaccine. Moderna has the right to do whatever the fuck they want to do with their vaccine. The world is a business, dog. The world is a fucking business. Legit. Yo, bruv, yo, yo, those Moderna niggas, bruv, yo, talk about capitalist niggas. Them niggas are different. They are fucking animals. They don't give a flying fuck, right? Botswana is still waiting for their fucking vaccine doses. And Moderna is just chilling, blowing money fast. That's what life is all about. We're not going to go crazy spending our winnings, and we're not going to let this money change us. What are you talking about? This money is our ticket to the good life, starting now. I just bought a giant room full of gold coins, and I'm going to dive into it like Scrooge McDuck. Ah, it's not a liquid. It's a great many pieces of solid matter that form a hard floor-like surface. Ah! Who gives a fuck? Huh? Let's keep it a buck. Who gives a fuck? 
Who gives a fuck about some Zwana-speaking third world country parading as a sovereign state when, in all honesty, it should be a part of South Africa? Right? Let's keep it a fucking buck! Who gives a fuck about Khaburoni? Let's keep it a buck. I'm a Zwana dude. I'm a Zwana fucking dude. Right? And here I am. Telling Moderna to do whatever the fuck it wants to do. Who cares? It's over. The world is fucked already. It's over. Who cares? Huh? In five billion years, the sun is gonna be a fucking red dwarf. Or whatever the fuck. Who cares? Okay? Who gives a fuck? Eventually, the universe is gonna die. These are all fucking facts. Okay? Have you ever heard of the big freeze? Huh? The big freeze is coming. You are fake news. Alright, cool. Okay, cool, bruh. I know. I'm fucking exaggerating a little bit. Most of these things are gonna happen in 5 to 10 or 15 billion years from now. But all I'm saying is, this fucking existence is pointless. That's all I'm saying. So have fun. Enjoy this shit and allow people to be, right? The corporate world is cutthroat. Legit. So allow Moderna to be Moderna. Why are you asking Moderna to share its fucking recipe? How about call Johnson & Johnson? I'm pretty sure Johnson & Johnson would be happy to share its fucking bullshit ass recipe with y'all. Legit. Call Coronavac. Call the fucking Chinese, right? I'm pretty sure they would be willing, they would be happy to give you their fucking recipe because their shit is garbage, their shit is trash. These are all fucking facts. All I'm saying is, I got a text from the bank, my bank, the first national bank. Bruh, these niggas are asking me Maui Mau, me, let that shit sink in, bruv, I'm not just some fucking guy, dude, I'm Maui Mau, I'm not just some fucking dude, I'm Maui Mau, these niggas are asking me to share my vaccination status, why, because they are running a competition, that's why. They are running a fucking competition. Yo, bruv, listen to this shit, and I quote. This message is fucking crazy. Right? Stand a chance to win by sharing your vaccination status with FMB. One simple change makes a difference, Maui Mau. Vaccinated customers stand a chance to win a share of 18 million rand. 18 million rand is plus minus... You know, 1.5, maybe 1.8 million dollars, right? But I fucking digress. Share your vaccination status via NAV Wellness to stand a chance to win. Bruh, fam, fam, fam. Yo, I did not get vaccinated to, to fucking compete with a bunch of other niggas. No, no. I got vaccinated because I wanted to be one of the elites. That's what I wanted. I did not get vaccinated because I wanted to compete. No, 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 no. I wanted to be an elite. 
I'm contesting to take power. If I was getting yes. the seats here, I was not going to parliament. My officials will go there so that I can rebuild the movement because I want power and I love power. I know how to use power. I wanted to join the power bottom ranks of the bourgeoisie. The gym, bruv, that's what I wanted to do. Okay, bruh, I want to go to fucking polo clubs or hockey clubs. That's what I, listen, that's where I want to be. I want to chill with fucking pedophiles. You know, the people who run the world. I want to chill with people who are not afraid to fly to fucking Epstein's Island with a bunch of fucking island boys. I want to chill with the fucking elites. That's all I'm saying. Okay? That's all I'm saying, bruv. I want to join the ranks of the power bottoms of the bourgeoisie. The ruling class. Legit. That's all I'm asking for. So why, why am I being sent messages by a fucking bank, bruv? Why? I don't want to compete. I want to take. There's a difference, right? Normal people, everyday people, compete. They fight for scraps. Elites take. They take. They take whatever they want. They take dick. They take pussy. They take ass. They take money. Dude, they just take. So pardon me. Pardon me for not wanting to join the First National Squid Game. Pardon me. Pardon me. Listen, bruv. I'm above certain things. I'm Maui Mau. I'm sorry. I'm above certain things like competitions. I don't do that. I'm elite now. Right? Maybe before I got inoculated. Right? Like, bruv. Yo, 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 listen. Yo. Unvaccinated Maui Mao was a desperate man. I, I, I don't want to lie to you, bruv. I was a fucking desperate fuck before I got inoculated. I was desperate. Legit. Right? I lived on my knees. But, bruv, now that I'm inoculated, now that I got vaccinated, bruv, I'm elite. I'm fucking elite. Can't you see, bruv? I'm above competitions. My shape up better, my car fast, my drip better, my clothes fit better, my hoes better, my tattoos better. I'm stronger than you, my bitch thicker than yours, my guns bigger than yours, nigga, my guns bigger than yours. I talk better than you, I hustle better, I can get a dollar quicker than you. I talk better, I walk better, my shoes fit me better, I get paid more than you. I'm above competing for a share of 18 million rands with a bunch of other motherfuckers. I'm above that. Okay? The elites don't share anything with anybody. The elites take the whole thing. I'm elite now, bruv. I got inoculated because I wanted to get ingratiated. Okay? With people like the AOC. The squad. Right? I wanted to get ingratiated. Right? With the motherfuckers at the EFF. Or the DA. Right? And low-key, of course. Right? The African National Congress. I got inoculated because I wanted to rub shoulders with celebrities. With powerful people. Right? 
with powerful motherfuckers in the game. Like, of course, Nintendo Duma. Ow! Whoa! Fam, I got inoculated. Right? Because I want to rub shoulders with powerful women like Makadzi. Bruh! Whoa! Talk about power. Talk about power. Bruh, yo, that's why I got inoculated. I got inoculated because I want to go, right, to a fucking ANC rally and dance my heart out. That's all I want. Okay? I got dreams, dog. I got fucking dreams, dude. Right? Take my dreams into consideration next time. I got dreams, bruv. I'm a dreamer, bruv. A dream. A dream. I have a lot of dreams, man. Honestly, bruv, I'd like I'd like a tender. You know? I wanna be able to feed my family. I wanna build a double story house in the middle of the hood unnecessarily. Because that's just what you do in South Africa. Right? I wanna do that. I wanna buy a fucking VW. Why? Because that's just what you do in South Africa. I'd love to scam. Right? I'd love to get a fucking tender and not deliver on that tender. I'd like to get money and not do anything. Who cares about these motherfuckers who live in houses, right, that have asbestos roofs? Who cares? Die, bitch, die! <laughs> Some of y'all are chilling there going, God damn it, this fucking guy is dark. Is he being for real? Or is he just a comedic genius? Maui is a fucking genius. There'll never be a video component to this fucking podcast because, quite frankly, um, I'm too sexy for your eyes. I'm sorry. Okay? I'm fucking sorry. I'm too sexy for your eyes. That's why you'll never see me. And that shit right there is fucking tragic, bruv. It's tragic because you'll never see me, but also it means that I'll never get to see myself. Recording this podcast. And that shit, whoa, that shit breaks my heart. It breaks my fucking heart because I'll never get to watch a genius at work. Right? Genius me will never get to watch genius me producing genius work. I mean, brah, wow. It hurts. It hurts. Fuck, it hurts. It hurts. Do you know how easy this is for me? Do you have any fucking idea how easy this is? This is a fucking joke. And I'm sorry you can't do this. I really am because I wouldn't have to fucking sit here and watch you fumble around and fuck it up. Comedic genius me will never get to see comedic genius me creating comedic genius shit. I mean, bruh, there's something tragic about that. But I fucking digress, bro. I digress. Last week, Friday, I wanted to see myself in Limpopo. Right? But of course, like a few fucking hurdles, right, prevented me from going to Limpopo. You know, and, and you know, at the fucking top of the list of the hurdles, 
is the fact that, you know, I'm scared. Okay? I'm scared of Limpopo, bruv. Legit, I'm not trying to get bewitched. They're like, yo, baloya mole, man. Aye, man. Uh-uh. Bruh, yo, fam, do you know how many Sabrinas live in Limpopo, bruv? It's, it's, whoa, Sabrina the teenage, what? Yo, bruh, them niggas over there will bewitch you, bruv. All facts. Ain't nobody safe in Limpopo, bruv. Niggas got black cats everywhere. It's a whole fucking thing. Limpopo has a lot of fucking wizards. Right? Lizards. <laughs> right? A lot of fucking witches. And bitches, of course. And they get stitches. That's how it usually works. Right? So, bruv, I was scared. You feel me? Niggas are living fast in Limpopo, bruv. Right? The King Monadas. Like, dude, everybody's just balling out in Limpopo. Right? But, brother, I, I, was, I was scared to go over there. I wanted to attend the ANC's um, final push rally. Amanda! How are you, too? Amanda! Welcome home. Welcome home to all the comrades here and the comrades at home. Siaba Sabana! Siaba Sabana! Fam, the ANC's Limpopo final push rally looked fun. I mean, bruv, everybody was there. Fam, yo, do you know what I like about the ANC? I like the fact that these motherfuckers know how to have fun. Right? And bruv, I like it when politicians just, just dance with everybody because it shows that they are just like us. Right? They are just like us. Fam, look at the people who are in power in whatever country you are listening to this in. Right? Look at the people in power. Those people are a reflection of you. Those people are a reflection of your society, your community, and your country. The reason why the ANC is still out here wildin' is because the country at large is fucking wildin'. Right? Our fucking government is in disarray because the country and our society is in disarray. Our government is a reflection of us, including me. Did I vote for these motherfuckers? No. Have I ever voted? Nope. I don't believe in voting. Right? Nor do I believe in any of these fucking political parties. I don't support any of these niggas. I might as well start supporting the KISS party for cultural purposes. That's all I'm saying. Okay? I don't trust any of these people. Right? But bruv, we all know how the world works. Right? South Africa is a democracy. Put that in fucking air quotes. South Africa is a democracy. And therefore, majority rules, right? I don't vote. So my fate and my destiny is in the hands of those who vote. Therefore, if the country goes A and C, then hey, I have no choice but to fucking bow down and kiss the ring. I told you niggas. Hey, 
I told you motherfuckers I'm phony. Now look, I got inoculated. Okay? And I'm out here kissing the ring because I got it. Right? <laughs> I don't vote. Therefore, my fucking fate is in your hands. My destiny is in your hands. Facts. So since niggas in South Africa are hitting the polls today, today is officially the 1st of November 2021. Right? And niggas are hitting the polls in South Africa to vote for their local governments. So since all of that shit is happening, right? If you are listening to me right now and you are on your way to your local voting station, I want you to think about everything I've taught you. Okay? Before you fucking vote, before your ex marks that fucking square spot, I want you to think about everything I've taught you, bruv. Right? And vote judiciously. Be smart. Be fucking smart. Make the right move. But do you know what's crazy? Huh? South Africa? Do you know what's crazy? <laughs> that doesn't exist. Yeah. There's no right choice. <laughs> There's no right choice. Okay? You are gonna get fucked either way. It don't matter if you vote for the IFP. It don't matter if you vote for the DA or the EFF or the ANC. It don't matter who you vote for. You are gonna get fucked either way. <laughs> either way! Listen, bro. Hey. You believe in voting, evidently. Right? Look at you. Right? You are on the way to your local voting station because you, sir, you are a good citizen. Or you, ma'am. You, they. Right? Look at y'all. Look at y'all. You motherfuckers are incredible people. Y'all believe. In democracy, y'all believe in South Africa, the rainbow nation. Evidently, evidently, the people who fought for your freedom did not die in vain. And it's a beautiful thing, right? They died for a reason. They died for you. Now look at you. Look at you, man. Fuck! Look at you. You are young, black, and franchised. Right? You can now vote for whomever. It's a beautiful thing. That's what democracy is all about. But I'm here to tell you that democracy is a fallacy. I'm sorry. There's no democracy on this fucking planet. It doesn't exist. <laughs> right? It doesn't exist. What we have is um rehabilitated fascism that's what we have we have fascism rehabilitated wake up wake up wake up wake up wake up wake 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 up out of your
Benito Mussolini came up with the term fascism, and he defined fascism in the following manner. And I quote, Fascism should more appropriately be called corporatism because it is a merger of state and corporate power. End quote. You heard that, bruv? So what does that say, bruv? Based on that fucking definition of fascism by the founder of fascism, what does it say about democracy, modern-day democracy? What does it say? about South Africa and the world at large. Well, to me at least, it means that every democratic state on this here planet is technically a fascist state, son's strongman. Legit, we all live in fascist states, you know, minus, you know, all the fucking Xi Jinping's of this world. Right? Every democratic country on this here fucking planet is technically a fascist country. These are all fucking facts because all of these countries are businesses. Right? They are businesses. What I'm trying to say to all of y'all South Africans um, is that we are fucked. Right? I say this every single week because... I want you to get it. I want you to truly grasp it and understand it. We are fucked. I'm recording this episode in the dark. Yeah. In the fucking dark. Why? Because load shedding. That's why. We have no electricity in Johannesburg. Well, in the east of Johannesburg. There's no electricity. I'm recording this in the dark. (sighs) Right? Because the rolling blackouts are back again. Niggas are talking about stage two, stage four. It don't matter. The point is, we don't have electricity. We are still... Yo, fam, fam. We are still living in the load-shedding era. It's 2021. This has been happening since 2007. That's what, 14 years ago? We are still living with load shedding. There will never, never, never be load shedding again. Fam, last week Wednesday, on October 27th, Escom pulled up on South Africans and dropped a bomb of a tweet. Listen to this shit, bruv. And I quote, Escom regrets to announce that hashtag stage four. You know what I mean? You know? Hashtag stage four. Right? Escom regrets to announce that hashtag stage four, hashtag load shedding. I mean, I mean, dude, what kind of Gen Z bullshit is this? Like, what's going on in South Africa, bruv? Fam, we live in a weird time, right? Everything is a viral moment. Everything. Everything. I mean, bruv, look at this fucking announcement 
by ESCOM. They are using hashtags. Like, bruh, they are already telling South Africans that, hey, you know, make these fucking hashtags trend. Legit. Like, yo, make this shit go viral. That's basically what ESCOM is saying. It's as if they love it when people complain. Because when people complain, they're going to use these fucking hashtags, right? Motherfuckers will be out there saying, fuck ASCOM, hashtag stage four. You get what I'm trying to say? Like, like they're trying to go viral. Like, this, this is insane. But I fucking digress. Let me repeat this shit. And I quote, ASCOM regrets to announce that hashtag stage four, hashtag load shedding will be implemented from 12 p.m. today until 5 a.m. on Friday. Thereafter, load shedding will continue on stage two until 5 a.m. on Saturday morning. You feel me? Welcome to South Africa, Mr. Vic Mansasar. Niggas are using hashtags, (laughs) right? Government organizations are using hashtags. To communicate with South Africans. Government companies. State owned enterprises as they call them. Nigga you gotta be ashamed of yourself nigga. Real talk. You gotta be ashamed of yourself. All as you is. SOEs are now trying to go viral. Welcome to 2021 Mr. Vic Mansasar. Right? Virality is a fucking drug. Legit. Niggas are trying to pop off on TikTok. Niggas are trying to pop off on Instagram Reels. Everybody's trying to pop off. Everybody is trying to get onto the fucking trending topics. Welcome to 2021. It's crazy, bruv. And it's sad. I mean, bruv, look at what a state-owned enterprise is doing. Niggas are using hashtags. They're using hashtags. I mean, come on, bruh. Niggas are using hashtags to convey or relay their fucking message. Let that shit sink in, bruv. A state-owned enterprise is using hashtags on social media to communicate with the country, bruv. That's where we are right now, right? And this message that they're passing on to the people is not positive. It's a negative message, so, bruv, when you click onto that fucking hashtag, right, all you are going to see is just angry South Africans. That's all you are going to see. I am having a very bad day. I am in no more. This, today, is one of the worst days that I've had in a long time. You are going to see students complaining about the fact that they have assignments to do. And they have exams and tests to study for. And they need their computers. But they are unable to complete their fucking assignments because they don't have electricity. And therefore, they are unable to use their computers to finish off their fucking schoolwork. You are going to see parents complaining about the fact that they are unable to cook for their families. Because there's no electricity. That's all you are going to see. You are going to see businesses complaining about the fact that they don't have electricity and shit is going to waste. I mean, bruh, yo, listen. Listen. South Africa is fucked. 
Okay? So since you niggas are out there voting today, right? Think about all of these things. We are fucked. And listen, bruv. Listen. There is no political party on that fucking ballot you'll be looking at today, right? That has the capacity to fix this country. Yep. You can't make this shit up. You can't make this shit up. All of these political parties are ill-equipped to truly enforce change in South Africa. And the fucking party leaders, man, these party leaders are mentally inept to truly understand and grasp the needs of the people in South Africa. Right? Hence, these niggas run the country or handle the country in a maladroit fashion. Welcome to South Africa, Mr. Vic Mansasar. Legit, it's 2021 and ESCOM is out there tweeting shit using hashtags. Hashtag stage four, right? Hashtag load shedding. Like everything has been gamified. You feel me? Like we have officially entered the metaverse, officially, right? You saw that Facebook, <laughs> Facebook changed its name. You know, Facebook the company, not the app, right? Facebook is now known as Meta, right? Which is short for, obviously, the Metaverse. We have officially entered the Metaverse. We live in the upside down. Legit. Down is up and up is down. Right is left. This is where we are. You feel me, bro? This is where we are. Everything has been gamified. Everything is being turned into a fucking game. Legit. We have banks. We, like, dude, we have banks turning vaccinations into games. That's where we are. That's where we are as a fucking nation, as a species, as a people. That's where we are. Okay? We are in a very weird place. It gets weird when Squid Game becomes a real thing. It gets weird. It gets fucking... It gets weird. Right? Squid Game is supposed to be fantastical in nature, but it's not. Right? It's now a reality. Welcome to 2021, Mr. Vegmaster. This is where we are. You feel me? This is where we are. And bruv, yo, when it comes to these social media platforms, they are not to blame. Because the algorithm is going to do what the algorithm does. The press may need to rethink this approach and take some advice from Jay-Z. We know the pain is real, but you can't heal what you never reveal. I don't know how much you listen to Jay-Z, but you know, he said if money talks, the whole world's about to hear me out. As Jay-Z would say, either love me or leave me alone. As you know, Jay-Z says what's better than one billionaire 
two. As Jay-Z said, men lie, women lie, numbers don't lie. A wise man told me don't argue with fools because people from a distance can't tell who is who. Plead the fifth when it comes to the fam. I'm like a dog. I never speak, but I understand. I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman. <laughs> Jay-Z always says the streets is watching. The streets is watching. The street is watching. Also, nobody mentioned reasonable doubt. You have to acquit. You mean, the, you any... you mean Jay-Z's first album? <laughs> Don't blame Mark Zuckerberg for your lack of empathy. Don't blame Mark Zuckerberg for your misdeeds. Don't blame Mark Zuckerberg for your inability to control yourself. Don't blame Mark Zuckerberg for who you really are. Because social media, bruv, as fake as it is, it has exposed who each and every one of us really is. These are facts. Right? If you are showcasing or displaying a fake life on social media, then that's who you really are. You are a fake person. Right? You live in a world of, of fantasy. Right? And make-believe. And there's nothing wrong with that. You feel me? There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, bruv, there's some fucking chick who just started a new watch company, right? It's a kid's watch company. The name of the company was inspired by her imaginary friend. She used to have an imaginary friend back in the days. And she named the company after her imaginary friend. So, bruv, there's nothing wrong with living in a fantasy world. There's nothing wrong, especially if that's who you really are. So thank you, Mark Zuckerberg. Thank you, Jack Dorsey. Thank you, sirs. <laughs> Misters. Thank y'all. You feel me? Niggas be out here blaming social media. No, 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 no. Blame yourself. Blame your mom. Blame your dad. Blame your fucking environment. Legit. Legit, bruv. You niggas are obsessed with going viral because that's who you really are. Right? That's who you really are. You want to be famous. You want to be popular. You want to be known. That's who you really are. You're thirsty. You're thirsty for attention. You're thirsty for love. Right? You're thirsty for praise. I know y'all niggas. And I see y'all niggas. Stop blaming Mark Zuckerberg for who you really are. Facts. Fam, a fucking article came out last week. Right? And the article was basically breaking down what TikTok is doing to teenagers. Right? Where it is, there's a mysterious rise in cases of teenage girls with sudden severe physical tics. <laughs> what? Including jerking motions and verbal outbursts. And sometimes blurting out the word, and I quote, beans. Okay? <laughs> That's where we are. Okay? 
okay bitches are dancing on tiktok so much that they now blurt out the word beans out of the fucking blue that's where we are that's where we are as a fucking society that's where we are as a species bruv that's where we are legit bruv <laughs> right that's where we are dude these bitches are out there just wilding, jerking motions, verbal outbursts. I mean, imagine a young girl, right, just screaming the word beans right, at the top of her fucking lungs. Imagine your daughter, my nigga. Imagine your daughter, right, just randomly saying beans. Oh, oh, beans. Oh, beans. Like, dude, yo, yo, fam, yo. We are losing our minds. All of us. Not because of social media. No. But because we want to impress other people on social media. We are literally going crazy. We are losing our fucking minds. Listen, bruv. The algorithm is going to do what the algorithm does. But the algorithm doesn't generate the fucking content. The algorithm doesn't create the content. Human beings create the content. Okay? So it's not Facebook's fault that your kid is a loser. It's not Facebook's fault that your kid has ticks. No! Nope. 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 It's your child's fault. And of course, your fault as a parent as well. Because evidently, evidently, you are not there enough. Photo synthesize. Photo synthesize. Photo. You grabbing a snack, Fern? Yeah. Water and light combined so I can make my own food. You don't care enough, right? You ain't raising a kid. Your kid is being raised by the fucking Damelios or whatever the fuck, right? You've seen that family. They look like the bootleg version of the Kardashian clan. It's fucking embarrassing. It's getting weird. Right? Now these fucking bitches got TV shows and shit. One of them is a singer. Oh, what the fuck is going on? What do they do? Huh? What do they do? We live in a crazy world, bruv. Legit. We live in a crazy fucking world. The D'Amelios are just fucking dancing all over TikTok. Doing the fucking renegade. Right? And not giving the chick who invented the renegade any fucking credit. And of course, the chick who invented the renegade is a black chick. Ain't that some shit? Huh? That's everybody's story. If you are black, that's your story. Welcome to 2021, Mr. Vic Mazasa. It's crazy, man. You know? This shit is embarrassing, bruv. I'm recording this shit in the dark. In the fucking dark! In Johannesburg, the richest city in Africa. I, I mean, I mean, I mean, bruh, hey, hey, you know, this is supposed to be the richest city in Africa. Now, why am I recording this fucking podcast in the dark? If we care about money so much in South Africa, like, yo, South Africans are obsessed with money and you know, prices of this and that. Oh, my God, look at Black Coffee's T-shirt. Where is the T-shirt? It's 17,000 Rand. Oh, my God. 
right? That's my salary for six months. Motherfuckers are obsessed with money. You know what I'm saying? I, I, You're telling I me? I got four kids, five grandkids. Come on. I'm an expert. Niggas love talking about people's net worths in South Africa, bruv. They are obsessed with money over here, bruv. It's embarrassing. Legit. It's fucking embarrassing. Niggas are always talking about money and prices. I, it's just, I don't know. I don't know. I get it. I get it. You know what I mean? Most people are poor. I understand it. I fucking get it. But, bruv, the obsession with money, the, the, there's something immoral about that. Right? There's something nasty about that. There's something disgusting about being so fucking obsessed with money that, that you know, you, you, you can't just live. Legit. Everything in your life has to be turned into a business because niggas are obsessed with multiple income streams and, you know, like, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a whole thing. You feel me? There's something nasty about that, right? And it says a lot about our culture. You feel me? I mean, bruv, last week, outside of the obvious, load shedding, right? Niggas... We're out here talking about Elon Musk. Like, the whole fucking week last week. Legit. I mean, bro, yo, everywhere I looked. Like, dude, all I saw was this fucking guy's face and name. Legit, oh. Oh, Maui. Elon is now the richest person in the world. Right? He's breaking records. He's breaking wealth records. He's now worth $255 billion, Maui. Right? He's from Pretoria, Maui. He grew up in Gauteng, Maui. Yo, Elon doesn't fuck with South Africa. He don't care about you, dog. Okay? Niggas are out there getting inspired. Oh, oh, Elon Musk's story is, is inspiring. Oh my God, I'm so inspired. Bruv, do you know what's inspiring? Huh? Your mother is inspiring. Your father is inspiring, especially if they were always there for you. Okay? That right there should be inspiration enough. Stop searching for inspiration from a fucking white messiah. You feel me, bruv? Niggas are always searching. Oh, my God. They're always searching for shit. Always. Niggas respect money. They, You know what I mean? Like, like bruv, they worship the fucking dollar, bruv. There's something embarrassing about that. There's something shameful about that. There's something disgusting about that. Legit. It's fucking nasty to me. To me. To me. Oh, oh, Maui. Tesla is now worth a trillion dollars, Maui. Oh, Elon Musk is representing South Africa. No, he's not. No, he's not. Legit. Bruv, some niggas were celebrating some fucking, you know, uh, some guys who found helium. Right? Somewhere in South Africa. I forgot where exactly. Although, like, oh my God. This has to be the world's largest helium deposit. Right? Only to find out that the land 
was bought for like a hundred bucks or some shit like that by some white dudes, right? That fucking land, that helium-rich land is owned by white people. Feel me? Are you inspired still? Huh? Are y'all still inspired? South Africans, black South Africans, are y'all still inspired? Look what that money make a bitch do. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, Maui, did you see that Elon Musk is now worth more than MTN, Vodacom, Checkers, and APSA put together? Did you see that, Maui? Um, nope. And I don't give a fuck. I, I don't care. Like, like, dude, I, I, I don't. I don't care. Like, like, well, well, what am I supposed to say? How am I supposed to react? Am I supposed to go, oh my god. Whoa, I'm so inspired. Black child, your dreams are valid. Am I supposed to say that? Huh? Well, I'm sorry that I'm not that type of guy. I'm sorry that I am not easily inspired. I'm sorry. Okay? I'm sorry. Maybe, maybe I'm a fucking curmudgeon. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Listen, I really don't give a flying fuck because Elon Musk doesn't give a flying fuck about me. Okay? He doesn't give a flying fuck about you. Okay? On this here fucking planet, yo, yo, nigga, I, I don't have time. I don't have time to be pocket watching other niggas. I ain't got that time. I ain't got the fucking time. Legit. Oh, Elon is the wealthiest person of all time. Good for him. Use the fucking system. Use that fucking white privilege. Use that. Okay? Use that white skin to get ahead. Do the right thing. Legit. Don't let your white skin go to waste, Elon Musk. Do the right thing. I don't care about these niggas' money, bruv. I don't. But, bruv, I care about the fact that Russia is just out there bugging with methane. Right? They are releasing a lot of fucking methane into the fucking atmosphere. I care about that. The planet is literally morphing into a sun. Okay? It's morphing into a fucking star. And all you niggas care about is this person's money versus that person's money. Who gives a flying fuck? Oh, oh Tesla is now worth a trillion dollars. I don't care. I don't. Okay? I don't. I don't give a flying fuck. I don't fucking care. Load shedding is still a thing in South Africa. Right? And where it is, it's not ending anytime soon. Because ESCOM is out there talking about curveballs. Right? <laughs> right? Right? Where it is, ESCOM is dealing with curveballs at the Midupi power station. Right? They're dealing with curveballs. Yeah. 
curveballs, right? Where it is, the Midupi power station suffered an explosion in August, right? And in September, a fire broke at the Kendall power station. And oh, oh, on Sunday, the Kuhlberg Unit 1 tripped as a result of a fault at a feed water pump, right? Right? Curveballs! Curve fucking balls! Right? South Africa, right? The fucking gateway to Africa is dealing with curveballs when it comes to its energy generation. Curveballs, right? That's what these niggas, yo, these niggas are dealing with curveballs, right? Jacob Zuma has curveballs in his fucking nutsack. That's, listen. Welcome to South Africa, Mr. Vic Mensa, sir. Welcome. Curveballs. <laughs> That's what we are dealing with in South Africa. And all you niggas want to talk about is Elon Musk. Let's talk about these fucking curveballs being thrown at us. What the fuck is this, Pornhub? Huh? Ex-hamster? The fuck is going on? Curveballs! Kutala nklupega mina. Gitlupega imnyaga ayi shomine shaka lulunye. Kota manje sogu iskati sogu tingyo sikisisega izi ngasami. Eskepeni. Edubai. Gikoge istabula mdating. Who the fuck is running ESCOM? Who's in charge at ESCOM right this second? Huh? Chicks with dicks? Transitioning man? The directors of Matrix Resurrection? What the fuck is going on, bruv? Fam, the ANC has been teabagging the nation for 20 plus years with its fucking curve balls. That's what we are dealing with in South Africa. Curve balls. Hey, Eskom, um, I'm trying to cook for my family. Uh? I, I, I don't have uh, electricity, uh, nor can I afford to, to buy a, a box of matches. Uh, I have no money, but, 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 but I have food at home and I'm trying to cook, but but mutakasi gone, electricity gone. Uh, uh, what's going on? Oh, 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 oh sir, we, we are... We are dealing with curveballs right now. Okay? We, we, we are trying to fucking deflate these curveballs. Can't you see us sucking this fucking dick? Huh? Can't you see us fucking sucking this dick? Because we are trying to drain these blue curveballs that we are dealing with. So sorry. Sorry. We regret to inform you. That hashtag stage four is going to be implemented. Hashtag load shedding. Curveballs. That's what we are dealing with. In South Africa, bruv. Welcome to South Africa, Mr. Vic Mansa, sir. The energy availability factor, the EAF, right, is currently sitting at around 65.3%. Right? Which is a poor performance relative to the target of 70%. Are you naked? Man, we are fucked. Honestly, bruv. We've got too many curveballs just floating in the air.
We've got Action SA curveballs, ICM curveballs, IFP curveballs, DA curveballs, EFF curveballs, ANC curveballs, and now we have EAF curveballs, right? The energy availability factor. The EFF, by the way, is a measure of power fed to the grid from power stations, right? And where it is, the current power that is being fed to the grid by our fucking power stations is, is weak. It's horrible, right? Over the weekend, <laughs> ESCOM's EAF was sitting at 58.5%. I called the president. President, we need the National Guard. We need as many men as you can spare because we are killing the Patriots. So call the dogs off. Send the National Guard, please. They need emergency help. Please help these folks. They're coming. Help is on the way. Help is on the way. Help is on the way, I promise you. The president, I called the National Guard. He said to the National Guard, help is on the way, I promise you. In 10 minutes, help will be here. In 10 minutes. Help, help, help. Okay, okay, you got We understand. He coming. They send help. At this rate, bruv, like, yo, we are basically Rwanda. Right? We are basically Sudan. What the fuck is going on in Sudan? By the way. Right? And while we are here, what the fuck is going on in Haiti? And while we are there, what the fuck is going on in Pretoria? Bruv, word is Mummy Lordy is a gangster paradise. What's going on over there? Boko Haram this, shooting that, gangsters this. I mean, bruh, South Africa, man. What's going on in South Africa? Huh? What's going on? Pretoria is literally on fire. Right? Like, the city of Tuani is literally on fire, and all you niggas care about is the fact that Elon Musk is from Pretoria. That's all you niggas care about. This fucking country is fucked. Legit, bruv, I, I really don't fucking know, bruv. I don't know, bruv. I don't. Okay? Bruv, ESCOM's EAF is just trash. We are fucked. Legit, bruv, we are fucked. Bruv, our EAF, in comparison to other countries' EAFs, it's, it's just crazy, bruv. Other countries are out there chilling, steady, at around 80% of EAF. I mean, I mean, bruv, come on, bruv. Amanda! Amanda! This is fucking embarrassing, bruv. Is South Africa still a fucking country, bruv? What are we, like a city? What the fuck is going on over here, bruv? We are basically a city. Or a fucking state. Right? I mean, bruv, think about it. LA has over 40 million people. Los Angeles has over 40 million people. LA is basically South Africa. 
South Africa has 60 million people, but who's to say that LA in a couple of fucking years is not going to have over 60 million people? Right? Who's to say? Right? If you can get 40 million people living over there, well, I'm pretty sure you can fit 20 million more. Right? So, bruv, South Africa is basically a state at this rate. This shit is fucking embarrassing, bruv. The USA's EAF is sitting at 80%. The EU's EAF is sitting at 80%. Listen, South Africa, I know that we love acting fancy or, you know, presenting ourselves as if we have made it. No, we haven't. We don't matter. In the grand scheme of things, South Africa doesn't matter matter okay it doesn't bruv south africa is like barcelona feel me like messi like messi made barcelona look good legit he made barcelona just look incredible he made barcelona look normal or or he made that fucking team or club look well ran when it wasn't you feel me? Right? Nelson Mandela was like Messi to South Africa. He made South Africa look good. Right? His presence was able to act as a, um, as a fig leaf. Right? To our problems. It hid a lot of this country's problems. His presence. And now that he's gone, everybody is ass out. Everybody's fucking exposed. Facts. I mean, bruv, these niggas have been working on the Midupi power station since I was yay high. Like, it's been forever. Ever since I could remember, bruv, these niggas have been working on the Midupi power station. And they are still not done. The power station is still incomplete. I mean, bruh, let that shit sink in, bruv. This country is ran by incompetent people. Let's just keep it a buck. Let's just be honest with ourselves. Nothing is ever gonna change in this fucking country. You niggas are out there voting right now for fuck all. Fuck all. Right? You niggas are voting just to make yourselves feel better. Feel me? Just to make yourselves feel like, yeah, like, oh, uh, you know, you, you guys are contributing. Like, oh, yeah, I'm contributing something to the nation. Right? You niggas are voting just to make yourselves feel like y'all belong to this fucking system. When you guys don't. None of us do. None of us do. Feel me? The Midupi power station is still incomplete, right? Hence, we are getting all of these fucking curveballs from this incomplete power station. It's not running at full capacity. Why? I don't know. I really don't fucking know. Like, this is fucking embarrassing, bruv. Right? Fam, the Midupi power station... When fully operational, right, should be the eighth largest coal-fired power station in the world. It should be, but it's not. Woulda, coulda, shoulda. 
right? It should be the world's eighth largest coal-fired power station, but it's not. It's not, right? And by the way, the name Midupi is a Sipedi word, which means gentle rain. Like the irony. Like, dude, South Africa is just rooted in irony. Like, this kind, everything in this country, like, just, like, it, it, you know, it, it just mocks itself. Like, the comedy literally writes itself in South Africa, bruv. All facts. Which is why I love talking about, you know, what's happening in other parts of the world. Like, you know, because it's so easy to diss South Africa. Like, it's too easy for me. Legit. It's like picking on a fucking child. Right? With fucking braces and and glasses. You feel me? It's, it's... Right? It's just... It's embarrassing. Legit. It's fucking embarrassing. Gentle rain. That's what midupi means. It's a Sibeti word which means gentle rain. Bruv. There's no gentle rain. Popping off at the Midupi power station, bruv. Okay? That shit, that shit is pouring. <laughs> Get what I mean, bruv? Listen, it's raining buckets. Hey, it's raining curveballs at the Midupi power station. There's no gentle rain popping off over there. The jet. All fucking facts. Like, bruh, whoa, South Africa, hey, hey, we are fucked. The body is bad, the body's not good. The body is bad, the body's not good. This is a new world. We've got a new world. We've got to exit this one. We're getting rid of our bodies. They're sick. Okay, what about? We need, 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 we need a new place. We need a new place that's not a website. We can cut God out of this equation, but we can create our own heaven here on earth. I cannot do it alone. I have tried. I need American money. Please! Just right. Water will be replaced with Sprite. When it rains, it pours. Legit, bruv. The only person experiencing gentle waters in South Africa is Jacob Zuma. And of course, the water is coming out of his fucking shower. These are all fucking facts. Right? The only producer of gentle waters is Jacob Zuma's shower. Factoid. Legit. Legit, bruv. South Africa. 
we are fucked. Okay? So stop telling me about Elon Musk. I, I, I don't care. I really don't fucking care. His money is not going to do anything for me, bruv. What he eats is not going to make me anything. Right? What you eat, my nigga, don't make me shit. What Elon eats, don't make me shit. Facts. Right? And, bruv, I saw this disturbing headline on News 24. Uh, you know, like, South Africa is a fucking joke. Like, yo, let me read this shit for you, bruv. And I quote, you could get as rich as Elon Musk on a South African salary. Well, in 15 million years. That's a fucking headline. I, I mean, I mean, huh? What? Bro, just listen to this shit, dude. The South African-born Elon Musk is now pretty rich, okay? He is richer than all South Africa's dollar billionaires put together. Okay, by a factor of more than 10. Okay, it would take 15 million years, give or take, a couple of hundred thousand for a South African salary earner to catch up. Fam, you do know that a majority of the country is poor, right? Right? Kids are out of work. You do know that, right? Right? I mean, we live in a country, man, like, our country is not morally sound. You know, there's no respect. There's no, right? There's no, like, like there's no border between, you know, bad and good. You know? There's no, like, like niggas just don't give a fuck, man. I, you know, I, like, niggas just don't care. And listen, bruv, I'm a comedian, and I say a lot of crazy shit, I know. Right? Some of the shit that I say on here are super insensitive. However, like, you know, like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, like, the fact that this piece that I just read is... is is from a reputable source. Is is I don't know. But let me tell you right now, the number one reason people hate America, the number one reason is because of our religion. Americans worship money. We worship money. Separate God from school, separate God from work, separate God from government, but on your money it says in God we trust. All my life I've been looking for God and he's right in my pocket. <laughs> Americans worship money and we all go to the same church. The church at ATM. <laughs> Everywhere you look there's a new branch popping up. Reminding you about how much money you got or how much money you don't got. And if you got less than $20 the machine won't even talk to you. <laughs> The machine's like, you better go see a teller. <laughs> you ever go to a teller and try to take out $8.50? Oh, it's disgusting. Oh, man, you got to wait on that long-ass line. 
people doing real transactions in front of you, you get up to the fucking front, you fill out your form, 850. The fucking teller looks at it, she look at you, she looks at the chick, she don't even take the money out the drawer, she take it out of her pocket. Here, get the fuck out of here. Thing, man. Drugs are illegal, but ATM machines are open 24 hours a day. 24 hours a day. For who? Who the fuck is it open for? Have you ever taken out $300 at 4 o'clock in the morning for something positive? <laughs> When you press that machine at 4 o'clock in the morning, I think a psychiatrist should pop up on the screen and go, come on, man. Save your money, man. Don't buy drugs, buy some rims. They spend that nigga, they spend it. They spend that nigga, they spend it. They spend that nigga, they spend it. My people can't get ahead. It taught us fame and bread None of this is real, nigga It's all in your head It's all simulated None of this is real, nigga Our fathers died Our leaders lied Our mothers cried, nigga Nothing was the same None of this is real It's all a game We some black ass kids, nigga we some black ass kids, nigga. They love our culture, but they hate our flash. All they see is bass, nigga. When they see us, they don't see people. They just see hella cash. So stand with your people. Don't be Stacy Dash, nigga. Black ass kids, nigga. We some black ass kids, we some black ass kids, we some black ass kids, nigga. Always gonna be, not always, because I feel like, you know, a thousand years from now there won't even be celebrities. You know, a thousand, two thousand, whoever knows. Mm -hmm. Uh, 100% oh, even, I want to hear that theory. Thousand. That's how I feel. I just feel like until that day comes, there's always going to be people who believe in this person so much, which is the root problem to me. False um, prophets. False prophets. prophets. Myself included. It's brilliant You song. can't believe in me. Like, yeah. like, because you don't know me. Even though somebody like me who puts so much into this, you still don't know me. You, I could be lying. Everything I say could be lie I don't want to mean that much to you not because I don't care about you but because I actually care about you I want you to get to a place where no artist celebrity even person in your life can have that much meaning to you where it like dominates your life you know what I mean where it's like a lot of niggas just lick ass you gotta eat that motherfucker. No, I eat ass. I want my, my tongue long in his hip. I'm gonna put my whole tongue in this bitch ass, man. Eat her ass out <coughs> till she pass out. Yes, Lord.
Mitchell. He'll try to cleave his way inside. Got it. Foul. Biggest lead. Oh, we got seven. We've got pushing. We've got separation. And the benches will try to stay put. But security and coaches are on the floor. Well, I highlighted before Hassan Whiteside, Jermichael Green were kind of barking at one another, and Jermichael Green is still upset. Biggest lead tonight here for Utah. Let's see what. Here's the drive in the end one. I want to see a lot there. Oh, goodness. Just, just pushing back and forth. Double technical. I haven't seen any punches being thrown. If anything, I think the official, Derek Collins, got the worst of it because when it first started, he tried to run in and grab Jermichael Green and kind of got shoved out of the way. Watch Derek Collins come in from the backside. Right there. Yeah, he kind of got just shoved out the way. Well, he did play his own college basketball as an honorable mention All-America player for Xavier in Louisiana. Collins has seen a lot of it in his 21st season. Very much a veteran. So I've been working on this song with Lil Boosie, bro. I had this song with Lil Boosie for him to come out. Shit, fire angling, angling, life red. Goddamn, song with Lil Boosie for him to come out. Song with Lil Boosie for him to come out. You guys saw that first, bro. Floyd doesn't want to take a photo of me because my nails are painted. Bro, really? I didn't mean to rush him like that. Dude, if I'm stuck. Hannah, remember me? How are you? I'm good. Oh my God. You know guys, 6 9 was not all that bad. What do you mean? He snitched. <laughs> you want to snitch? <laughs> yeah, sni um, snitching is not like, it's not even a thing when you, you can't even come around. You're no canceled way. when you snitch. Yeah. We never snitched, homie. We're straight. It's Jeffrey Epstein's private island in the Caribbean. Some even refer to it as pedophile island. Hey, I'm a just island boy. I'm a just island boy. Ooh. I'm a good key white boy. Ooh. You know what I keep that done. I'm a just island Jeffrey Edward Epstein and my residence address is 6100 Red Hook Boulevard in Virginia. I'm a just one witness described your penis as oval shaped and claimed when erect it was thick towards the bottom but was thin and small towards the head portion and called it egg shaped. Those are not my words, I apologize. But as Mr. As Mr. Critton has stated, that this.
And now a message from our sponsor. Ladies, tired of drying your hair with the same old vacuum cleaner? Try Avanchet brand new Beauty Locks portable hair dryer. It's smaller, it's faster, it's guaranteed to give you the hair you've always wanted in half the time. Beauty Locks is delicate and dainty just like you. The dryer weighs only a pound and easily fits in your hands. Now that's beauty and convenience. With a speedy motor that will dry your hair in as little as 25 minutes, you can get gorgeous hair without falling behind schedule. Don't worry about the little ones or that pie in the oven. Thanks to an extra long extension cord, you can move around while primping your locks. Forget those long trips to the salon and no more waiting for hours under monster machines. Alvanche gives you an easy and speedy hairdo that will blow your man away. Get it now at your nearest Macy's. You know what's fucking crazy, right? I just came over to tell you I don't even want you no more. I don't even need you no fucking more. The crazy part about it is I'm so over you that I had to come and tell you that. And I found something new. Come here, baby. <laughs> yeah. Don't even worry about that shit. Do that. Walk that walk for me, ma. Yeah, spin it around. Okay, okay. You dismiss. You dismiss. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Come back. I don't even know her for real. I just paid her to do that. I met her at Denny's. I told her I paid her $72. I love you. Pfizer. CBS Health Watch sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. Brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline. Brought to you by Pfizer. Making a difference. Brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight. Brought to you by Pfizer. Early start. Brought to you by Pfizer. Friday night on Aaron Burnett out front. Brought to you by Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer. This weather report brought to you by Pfizer. Today's countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer. And now a CBS Sports update brought to you by Pfizer. Meet the press. Data download. Brought to you by Pfizer. This portion of CBS This Morning sponsored by Pfizer. On how to find the hidden sugars in the American family diet. Sponsored by Pfizer. Post they face though. I bet you they don't post they face though. I bet you none of them niggas post they face though. 
fuck out of here, nigga. That nigga was crying, nigga. Niggas he was, was like, he they like, yo, bro. Running. Yo, hold on. He was like, yo, bro. Why you did that for the grand, yo, bro? We were supposed to be the team. Who left the spot? Yo, what's that? We chased them niggas we out the spot. We chased them out the spot four deep. What's in my life? What's in my life? I could die right now. What's about for bit, but what in my life? Drop that right now. We did that. Lasted how long? Nine years. 180 episodes. You gave it up, right? I did, sir. They didn't cancel you. You canceled them. You're not aware of this? No, I'm, I'm asking you. You think I got canceled? Are you under the impression I, that I, I got canceled? You, I hurt you, Jerry. I thought don't, that was pretty well documented. Don't this is most a, shows is this still CNN? Don't most shows go down a little? Most people do also. But... <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I went off the air. I was the number one show on television, Larry. You were Do you know who I am? <laughs> Jewish guy, Brooklyn. Yes. Okay. 75 what? million viewers. Last okay. episode. What? Don't take like it so canceled. bad. Well, that's a, that's a big difference between being canceled and being number one. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll be right back. Jeez. B-movie opens... <laughs> Be movie Can we get a resume in here for B me. Movie opens tomorrow. We'll be right back. Minus Ah, I see. I see. Everybody is a comedian now. Right? Niggas are out there cracking jokes. Oh, Mark Zuckerberg wants to be a real boy so bad. Mark Zuckerberg is a creepazoid. He's a weirdo. Everybody is a comedian on Twitter. Everybody! Right? Some fucking OnlyFans whores are now cracking jokes. I'm like, whoa, Sarah Silverman, relax. Bonnie McFarlane, take it easy. Take it easy. Right? I saw, I saw a lot of bitches. A lot of bitches who usually pop it on the fucking timeline taking shots at Facebook's rebrand. Meta. And I was like, bitch, in 10 years... You are going to be out here trying to go viral on Facebook's metaverse. In five years, you are going to be out there rubbing your clit on Facebook's metaverse. So take it easy. Relax. Relax. Right? Niggas are funny. Niggas are out there cracking jokes. Oh, Mark Zuckerberg is weird. Oh, Mark Zuckerberg is creepy. Oh, nobody's going to be on Facebook's metaverse. Nobody. Nobody? Bruv, yo, Facebook alone, Facebook the app, has over, what, 3 billion people using it? 3 billion people, do the math. How many people are on this fucking planet? Do the fucking math. Okay? Oh, nobody's gonna use that shit. Nobody? <laughs> whoa, whoa, relax. Speak for yourself. Speak for yourself, because I know a lot of my fuckers in the Joe Hazardous who are gonna be out there wildin' on the metaverse. Oh, 
Oh my fucking God. I saw a lot of people talking about how life is now a Black Mirror episode. And I was like, bruh, life has been a Black Mirror episode. Where the fuck have you been? Life has been scary. Life has been spooky, bruh. The internet has been wild. Technology has been bugging the fuck out. Where the fuck have you been? Huh? Niggas are getting scammed on the internet. Okay? Niggas are getting bullied on the internet. Niggas are getting kidnapped because they spoke to some fucking weirdo on the internet. Niggas are out there moving kitty porn on the internet. It's been spooky, bruv. Black Mirror exists because the real world exists. You dumb fucks. If you haven't noticed, Black Mirror is inspired by real life events. Dumb, are you dumb? Stupid, dumb, huh? yeah. Black Mirror exists because the real world exists. Okay? And real technology, really creepy technology, exists in the real world. Legit! Boston Dynamics exists. In the real fucking world, self-driving cars exist in the real fucking world. What the fuck? Yo, how dumb are you niggas? Oh, oh, life is now a Black Mirror episode. It has been a Black Mirror episode. Cars have been driving themselves. Legit. Cars have been driving themselves for what? What, five years? Four years now? What the fuck are you talking about? Huh? Bruv, we have LiDAR cameras on our phones. Let that shit sink in. Okay? My fucking iPhone has a LiDAR camera. Let that shit sink in. Life has been creepy. You dumb fucks. Oh, Maui, no. No. I'm not gonna be on Facebook's metaverse. Really? Really? I mean, I mean really think about it. Really think about it. Are you on Instagram? Huh? Oh, yeah, 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 right? 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 Are you on Facebook? Oh, oh most of y'all are like, oh, no, no, no. I don't use Facebook. But, yo, let's keep it a buck. You motherfuckers are lying. Right? You motherfuckers are lying. Right? The whole world is on Facebook. The whole fucking world is on Facebook. Do you use WhatsApp? Huh? What WhatsApp? Do you have WhatsApp? Huh? Oh, oh yeah, right? Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you use Messenger? Do you? Huh? Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So hey, listen. You are gonna be on Facebook's metaverse, whether you like it or not. Why? Because it's gonna be fun. That's why. Right? Most of you niggas like saying that Facebook is creepy without really knowing why Facebook is creepy. Right? Why is Facebook creepy? Why? Why? Because of the fucking ads? Oh, oh, data, Maui. It's all about data. Well, everybody collects data. Everywhere you go, they ask for your fucking address, your ID number, your cell phone number, your signature. Bruh, everybody is collecting data. Facts. Whether you like it or not, everybody is collecting data. Everybody. Government institutions are collecting data. Right? Our banks are collecting data. Our schools are collecting data. Bruv, yo, you can't even go to a store 
to buy a fucking candy bar without the fucking store asking for your information. Everybody is collecting data. Everybody. Everybody. Bruv, how many gated communities are in South Africa? Think about it. How many? And bruv, what happens? Nine times out of ten. What happens when you land at the fucking gates? Of every gated community in South Africa, what happens? Huh? When you land over there, bruv, the fucking security guards pull up on you. Right? And they ask for your fucking ID. Right? They ask for your phone number, your name, your surname. They take down your fucking number plates. Right? They take a picture of your car's disc. I mean, bruh, it's a whole fucking thing. Everybody is collecting data. Everybody. So, bruv, why do y'all hate Facebook so much? It makes no fucking sense, I guess. It's cool to hate it. Right? It's cool to hate it in public. Right? And, of course, you motherfuckers love it in private. Because Facebook numbers <laughs> keep going up. If you niggas hate Facebook so much, why do their numbers keep going up? Why? It makes no sense. Right? You niggas don't fuck with Facebook. Now, why do their user numbers keep going up? One million, two million, three billion, four. Huh? In just six months, it's gonna be one billion more. I mean, bruh, hey, you niggas hate Facebook. You guys don't fuck with Facebook, right? You, you, you guys be out there just dissing Facebook all over Twitter. All over Twitter. Oh, Facebook sucks. Mark Zuckerberg is trash. But why do their numbers keep going up? Huh? Why does their fucking ad revenue keep going up? It makes no sense. Their market cap hit a fucking trillion dollars. A few weeks ago, why do their numbers keep going up if you niggas hate Facebook so much? Huh? Just like Amazon. Just like Amazon. Right? You guys hate Amazon, right? Now why do their numbers keep going up? It makes no fucking sense! That's all I'm saying. It makes no fucking sense. Okay? Stop lying. Why the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? Oh my god. Stop fucking lying. Oh no, Maui, no. I ain't lying, Maui. I ain't lying. I'm never gonna be on Facebook's metaverse. I'm never gonna be on that shit. I'm never gonna use Mark Zuckerberg's metaverse. That's a fucking lie, and you know it. All of y'all niggas are gonna be on there wilding. All of you OnlyFans bitches are gonna be on Facebook's metaverse popping that fucking pussy. These are all fucking facts. Stop lying. You fucking sluts. You fucking whores. Stop lying. This is why you can't trust these bitches. This is fucking why. Right? Men lie. Women lie. But God.
God damn it, those Facebook numbers don't lie. They don't. All of y'all are still using Facebook. All of y'all. All of y'all, whether you motherfuckers like it or not, all of you niggas are still using Facebook. It's crazy. Oh, oh, I'm above Facebook. Uh, you are not above anything. Okay? You are just a fucking... Hey, listen. You are just a stack of fucking atoms. Just floating. Right? Just floating in space. Fucking... Yo, you motherfuckers are embarrassing. Oh, I'm above Facebook. Oh, really? Really? Really, you you are above Facebook? You, yo, please, please tell me what else are you above? What else? Huh? You are gonna be an old fucking bitch in 40 years. You are gonna be some old fucking slut that nobody cares about in 40 years. Huh? So tell me now, what else are you above? Because evidently you are above a lot of shit. Evidently. Bruv, being above Facebook... It's like being above Google. These are all fucking facts. There's nothing you can do about it. Whether you love Google or hate Google. Bruv, hey, hey. Google is omnipotent. Okay? <laughs> okay? It's not going anywhere. Facebook is not going anywhere. Twitter is not going anywhere. Whether you motherfuckers like it or not. These are all fucking facts. Okay? These platforms are not going anywhere. And evidently, Snapchat is just fucking holding on. Snapchat, yo, Snapchat doesn't want to die. Legit. Legit, bruv. Yo, listen, bruv. At this rate, Snapchat needs a fucking rebrand. The machine is working. It knows what it's doing. Just let it finish. You're going to overdry it. Y you can't overdry. Why not? Same reason you can't overwet. <laughs> See, once something is wet, it's wet. <laughs> Same thing with death. Like, once you die, you're dead, right? Let's say you drop dead and I shoot you. You're not gonna die again, you're already dead. You, you can't overdie, you can't overdry. Any questions? <laughs> Fam, get rid of the fucking ghost. It's over. It's over for the ghost. Get rid of the fucking ghost. Change your logo. Okay? From the ghost to a cockroach. Because you motherfuckers don't die. Evidently, you multiply. Snapchat. Snapchat doesn't want to die. Jesus fucking Christ, bruv. We live in a crazy world. Motherfuckers are out here talking about matter. As if matter won't matter in a few fucking years. Everybody is gonna be on Facebook's metaverse. Whether you motherfuckers like it or not. Most of these whores who are criticizing Mark Zuckerberg are gonna be running around naked. Right? Naked on Facebook's metaverse. Watch. Niggas are gonna be out there trying to go fucking viral on Facebook's metaverse. Some people are going to kill themselves because they failed to go viral on Facebook's metaverse. These are all fucking facts. Right? Bitches are going to be out here screaming beans. Oh, oh beans. Oh, beans. Beans, Maui, beans. Oh, oh, beans. Because of Facebook's metaverse. I'm here now. It's official. I'm officially fucking here now. What are y'all doing out there? Huh? You niggas are still standing in line, huh, waiting to vote. Huh? You motherfuckers are still waiting to cast a vote. Look at y'all pathetic. Pathetic. 
You motherfuckers are pathetic. Oh my fucking God. You guys believe in this shit? You motherfuckers believe in this godforsaken system? Trash. Trash. It's fucking crazy, bro. We live in a crazy world. Oh, oh, the world is becoming a Black Mirror episode. No, no, no. The world has been a Black Mirror episode. Black Mirror is based on the world. Legit. What are you talking about? I mean, bro, we live in a crazy fucking world. You motherfuckers are addicted to the internet. Legit. I see some of y'all trying to shift the blame. Oh, oh, it's Facebook's algorithm. Oh, Facebook is aware that teenage girls are this and that. Who gives a fuck? These bitches want to be online so fucking bad that they are literally losing their fucking minds. They are literally developing ticks. Oh, beans. Oh, 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 beans, Maui, beans. Oh, oh, beans. Oh, beans. 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 What the fuck is going on? Huh? What the fuck is going on, bruv? We live in a crazy fucking world. You motherfuckers are addicted to the internet. And it is not Facebook's fault. No, it is your fault. It is your fucking fault. Right? Your lack of morality is the reason why you are who you are. It's the reason why you cannot live without Instagram. These are all fucking facts. Damn it. I mean, bruv, did y'all see that fucking Instagram influencer? Huh? Who took a bunch of fucking pictures. And oh, she posted them on Instagram. She took a bunch of fucking pictures. Posing in front of her dead father's open casket. I mean, bruh. Yo. Fam. Like, what? Huh? Like, bruh. Yo, dude. This bitch... Took a bunch of pictures posing in front of her father's open casket. Her dead father's open casket. And she posted those fucking images on Instagram. I mean, I mean, bruh, hey, what? I mean, fam, just listen to this fucking caption, bruh. Listen to this shit. And I quote, right? And I quote, butterfly, fly away. <laughs> Yo, this bitch is wild. This bitch is crazy. Butterfly, fly away. Right? Dive emoji. American flag emoji. Somebody explain to me what the really fuck is going on inside this motherfucking world. Huh? Shit too much for me now. I can't take it no more. R.I.P. Papi. You are my best friend. A life well lived. Hashtag R.I.P. <laughs> Hashtag Papi. <laughs> bruh. bruh, like, what's going on, bruh? Like, hey, what the fuck is going on? Like, well, what's going on, bruv? What's going on? Evidently, this chick's father, like, 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 did a bad job. Legit, bruv, like, he did a bad job. Raising this fucking bitch. I mean, bruh, this is crazy. Hashtag R.I.P. Hashtag Papi. Huh? Hashtag Veteran. Hashtag PTSD. I mean, bruh. 
What? Bruh, whose fault is this? Mark Zuckerberg's fault? Like, 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 is this Mark Zuckerberg's fault? Is this bitch's lack of just, just, just everything? <laughs> like, like, fam, what the fuck is this? Like, is this Mark Zuckerberg's fault as well? Huh? Did Mark Zuckerberg do this? No! Mark Zuckerberg didn't raise this bitch! This bitch was raised by her papi! Daddy, I love you. Daddy, why you die? Happy Father's Day, Daddy. And evidently, her father did a very bad job raising her. I mean, bruh, this is just fucking crazy, bruh. Hashtag veteran? Huh? Hashtag PTSD? <laughs> bruh, hashtag funeral? What? Hashtag never forgotten. I, I mean, bruh, fam, yo, you are probably thinking that I'm making this shit up. Google her. The story is everywhere. Google this bitch. Her name is Jane Rivera or some shit like that. Google her. Okay? She's everywhere. Jane Rivera. She's everywhere, bruv. This is fucking crazy. Hashtag PTSD. Hashtag funeral. This is embarrassing. Embarrassing. Legit, bruv. Yo, fam, she's now officially a fucking funeral influencer. I mean, bruv, this is fucking crazy, bruv. Everybody's trying to go viral. Nothing is sacred anymore, bruv. Legit. And of course, the media, right? The media started asking questions. And some of these fucking publications reached out to her. And they were like, ma'am, I mean, Jane, Jane, hey, the fuck is going on? Right? To which Jane answered by saying the following, and I quote, There is nothing wrong with what I posted, and I stand by that. Bruh, yo, fam, fam, hey, this is it. This is it. This is it, right? But Mark Zuckerberg is the problem. Yeah, hey, it is what it is. It is what it is, bruv. Motherfuckers are losing their fucking minds, bruv. We live in a crazy fucking time. Buckle the fuck up. Legit. The world is crazy, bruv. The world is fucking crazy. Police! 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 Help! Police! Help! Police! Help! Help! Police! I mean, bruv, just when you thought that things weren't going to get any crazier, right? Donald Trump Jr. just decides to, to add a bit of spice to the world. You know, as if we need more spice. As if we need shit to get more spicy on this here fucking planet. Donald Trump Jr. decided to drop some merch. I, I mean, I mean... Mama Maga, why, yeah? Why? Huh? Ah, uh, ah. Uh.
Uh, um, no, 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 no. How crazy are we going to get? Uh, How crazy are we going to get as a species? And as humanity, as human beings, as animals, how crazy are we going to be? Bruv, Donald Trump Jr. dropped some merch last week. He dropped some t-shirts. I was like, bruh, like, is, is Donald Trump Jr. now, like, what, supreme? Is he palace? The fuck? Yo, the fuck is going on? Is he Ronnie Feig? What's going on, bruv? Is he fucking Hiroshi Fujiwara? The fuck is going on? Is he Nigo? Huh? Is he Pharrell? Is he Tyler the Creator? Bruv, what the fuck is going on over there, bruv? America, what's happening, man? What's happening over there? Huh? The fuck is going on? Bruv, Donald Trump Jr. dropped some t-shirts on his fucking website. Right? And the t-shirts have the following sentence on them. And I quote... Guns don't kill people. Alec Baldwin kills people. I, I, I mean, I mean, bro, that's what we are dealing with right now, bro. Oh, huh? Like, hey, welcome to the world, Mr. Vic Mansa, sir. That's the fucking world right there. Right there. Guns don't kill people. Alec Baldwin kills people. I, I, I don't know. I don't know anymore. Listen, I really don't know anymore. This is who we are, whether you like it or not. This is who we are. We are human beings, all of us. And Donald Trump Jr. is one of us. Whether we like it or not. Bruh. Wh huh? Fam. 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 Guns don't kill people. Alec Baldwin kills people. I mean, bruv, I, you know, I sometimes look at the Trump family and go, like, how vile can, you know, a group of people get? Like, just how, just how horrible can one family get? I, I mean, bruh, at this rate, man, I mean, I mean, come on, bruv. Have some fucking shame. Legit, have some shame. And, bruv, can y'all hear that? Can y'all hear that shit, bruv? Yo, yo, what's going on out here? Listen to this shit. The fuck? I mean, bruv, yo, yo, whoa. Yo, bruv, what's going on out there, bruv? Do we have a fucking tsunami popping off over here? A fucking tornado? The f can y'all hear that shit? Everything is shaking. In my neighborhood right now, every day. Lights are fucking flickering. I mean, bruh, yo, talk about Armageddon. The fuck is going on? Bruh, yo, 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 bruh, this is crazy, bruh. Am I gonna die? Is this it? Is this it, bruh? Like, yo, damn, I, I never got to do a lot of things. I, I'm, I'm still... I, I'm still not a father. Like, I'm... I mean, come on, bruh. You know, like, I... I you know, I still have a lot of living to do. Like, this can't be it. 
This can't be it, bruv. I still want to live. Bruv, everything is shaking. Right? Debris is just flying around. This is... Yo, bruh. This could just be it. This could just be it, bruv. This could just be my last episode ever. Wow. Like, fam, what's going on, bruv? Does somebody just fucking, you know? Does somebody just drop a fucking nuclear bomb, bruv? Huh? Look at that. Lights are flickering. I mean, it's... It's fucking weird, bro. What's going on out here, dog? Like, yo, yo, dude. I'm literally freaking out. Because listen to this shit. Bruh. Where the fuck am I, bruv? It's craziness. Damn, bro. I think I'm gonna die, man. You know? Well, um... You know, if this is it... Hey guys, you know, I I tried, you know. Just know that I tried. If this is my last fucking day on this here planet, just know that I tried. Fuck! 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 Just know that I tried. Ah, the pioneers hitchhiked. Shit, let's get this shit. Let's. Hmm. Top of the morning, 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 top of the morning. Hold on, let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's get this. I tried to live on the straight and narrow, right? I took care of myself. I don't smoke. I don't drink. I got inoculated. I wanted to live a long life. I tried to live a long life. I attempted to live a long life, but I failed. God damn it, I'm gonna die tonight. You know? I'm gonna get killed by this fucking tsunami or, or tornado or whatever the fuck is going on outside. I mean, bruv, what the fuck is going on? What biblical event is happening right now in my neighborhood? What the fuck is this? It's crazy, man. Global warming is real, by the way. Global warming is mad fucking real, bruv. I saw that list, right? Of the top five countries that pollute the most. Number one, of course, China. Number two, the USA, of course. Number three, India, of course. Number four, Russia, of course. And number five, Indonesia? I mean, what? Huh? That shit right there is random. Number five is random as fuck. Right? We are fucked. Because countries like Indonesia decided, hey, you know what? Let's burn some coal. Let's have fun. You know what, South Africa? Listen, I'm starting to think that these fucking curveballs that we are getting from ESCOM are actually good. How dare you? These ESCOM curveballs keep us humble. Legit, bruv. And on top of that, on top of that, they result into South Africa not polluting a lot. Right? So you know what, Descom? Hey, load shedding is good. I now officially co-sign load shedding. So, bruv, if you are voting right now, I advise you to vote for the ANC. Do the right thing. Do the right thing. The ANC has never failed us. Nope. No, sorry. No, sorry. Am I recording this shit in the dark? Of course. I'm recording in the dark because of the ANC. Amanda, I wear to Viva. Has the ANC ever failed us? No, of course not. Right? South Africa is one long episode of Curve and Ballsy. Legit.
curving, 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 ballsy. Ding, 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 ding. Morena bulu kasi chabasaisu. Hey, curving, 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 ballsy. The J, bruv. Welcome to South Africa, Mr. Vic Benzazar. The J. Global warming is real. It's fucking real. Right? And, bruv, I saw a fucking clip on um, the New York Times. Um, this clip was about how Greta Thunberg has given up on politicians. <laughs> I was like, what, what? I was like, what the fuck? Hey! Hey, what did y'all think was gonna happen? The, what did y'all think was gonna happen? Oh, oh, Maui, Greta Thunberg has given up on politicians. Oh, what was she expecting? She was expecting politicians who are in the fucking pockets of Big Pharma, Big Tech, etc. She was expecting these motherfuckers to suddenly fucking, you know, like, hey, abide by her rules. Do what she wants. No! The world doesn't work like that, bruv. It's money over everything. Which is why, which is why... My fucking neighborhood is floating in a fucking tornado right now. Can you motherfuckers hear that? Global warming. Yeah. Yeah. Climate change is mad real, bruv. Legit, bruv. Climate change is mad fucking real. When the weather changes in my neighborhood, bruv, things get biblical. Legit. <laughs> bruh, hey. When the weather changes in my neighborhood, I be like, bro, like, where the Pope at? I be like, fam, yo, whoa, has he risen yet? Has she risen yet? Have they risen yet? The fuck is going on? Bruv, yo, fam, hey, ain't nobody safe in my neighborhood, bruv. Legit. If you're out there running around my neighborhood right now, bruv, hey, keep your fucking head on a swivel. Legit. These are all fucking facts. Don't be out there dying, bruv. Right? Don't be out there dying, bruv. Hey, and I forgot to tell you something. A few weeks ago, right, I almost died. Right? Of course I died today, but a few weeks ago, I almost died. A fucking dog. Almost attacked me in my neighborhood. You see, bruv, this is why I don't fuck with these dogs, bruv. This is why I got beef with these dogs. A dog almost attacked me in my neighborhood. Legit. These fucking dogs have gone feral. It's crazy. Right? This dog was just chilling. Right? And then it saw me walking down the fucking street. Listening to some Benny the Butcher. Right? Some Benny the Butcher. Some West Side, huh? Right? This fucking dog saw me listening to some ployelessness. And this fucking dog was like, Hey, I want to kill you. You look delicious, Maui. And I want to eat you for lunch tonight. Right here, right now. Right? And this dog started fucking barking at me, bruv. And growling at me. Bruv, dude, I was like, Django, relax, bruv. And of course, this fucking dog was unchained. I was like, take it easy. Right? This dog started growling at me. 
legit. I was like, bruh, does this fucking dog have the rabies? Dung, dung, dung. I was like, bruh, the fuck is going on, bruh? Yo, there's too many curveballs in my life. Curving, 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 Kyrie Irving. <laughs> Kyrie Irving Ball Z. Legit, bruv. I'm like, fam, doggy, relax. This dog started growling and barking at me. It wanted to attack. <coughs> this dog wanted all the smoke with me, bruv. It wanted all the smoke with the boy. And then I awakened the spirit of Great Mao's past. And then I looked at this fucking dog dead in his fucking eyes. I challenged this dog to a fucking duel. Right? And then this dog backed away. I looked at the dog and I was like, sup? And the dog was like, oh, oh, oh. And I was like, yeah, bitch ass nigga. I'm here now. I was like, whoa, whoa. Oh, pass. Oh, pass. I said, I'm Oh. Oh. The dog was like, hing, 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 hing. I was like, yeah, nigga. Yep. Maui Mao, nigga. This is what I do. I looked at that dog and I said, nigga, listen, I'll fuck you up. I'll fuck, I'll fuck, I'll rip. Listen, I'll rip you to fucking shreds, nigga. I'll rip you to shreds, nigga. Yo, nigga, listen. Yo, I'll fuck you in the ass, nigga. <laughs> That's what, I, that's what I said to that dog. I said, nigga, nigga, I'll fuck you till you like it, nigga. I'll fuck you till you like it. Legit. Right? Did I drop the fucking F-bomb? Maybe I did. Maybe I said the F-word. I'll fuck, I'll fuck you till you like it, faggot. <laughs> Maybe I said the F-word. I'll fuck you till you like it, faggot. Hey, maybe I did. Maybe I did it. Who knows? You weren't there. You weren't there. I said what I said, nigga. Legit. I was on some fucking Mike Tyson type shit. I was like, nigga, I'll fuck you. I'll fuck you till you like it, nigga. <laughs> I'm a wild boy. I'm a wild fucking boy. I mean, Martin well. Might as well. I looked at this fucking dog and I was like, listen, bruv. Listen, I'm going to manhandle you. Okay? So might as well. Might as well. Fuck you. There's what it is. There's what it is. And the fucking dog backed away. And now, Mike Tyson. Straight to Jackie, you punk ass white boy. What's on you? Come here and tell me that if I fuck you in your ass, you punk white boy. You know what You faggot. You can't touch me. You're not man enough. I eat your asshole alive, you bitch. You got nice fans. <laughs> what you are you? Fuck you, you hoe. Come and say in my face, fuck you, ass for everybody. If you want some, I'll give it you. You got man enough to fuck with me. You can't last two minutes in my world, bitch. <laughs> you want to with me? One Jack Nemo. I'll fuck you till you love me, faggot. Jack Nemo. <laughs> the dogs in my neighborhood are getting out of pocket. They're getting out of line. These fucking dogs are disrespectful. And listen, bruv, at this rate, these dogs are going to push me to a very dark place, bruv. Okay? These dogs are going to make me to... To get on my fucking John Wick shit. I'm gonna start moving around. 
like John Wick, killing every dog in sight. Bruv, yo, 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 did y'all see what John Wick is doing in Mami Lodi, PTA? Did y'all see? Bruv, John Wick is out there just, whoa. He's out there just wilding, murking every fucking criminal in sight. It's crazy. Pretoria, Mami Lodi to be exact, now has its very own. Keanu Reeves. Listen, you can't make these things up. You can't. You can't, bruv. So fam, at this rate, these dogs are gonna push me to move like that fucking guy. I was already dead again. You can hurt me, only God. Party till I die. With my chin up high. Fuck them all. Fuck them by. Like it's my last day on this earth. Let that dollar make a work, work. Party till I die. With my chin up high. Fuck them all. Fuck them by. Like it's my last day on this earth. Let that dollar make a work, work. I ain't scared of death, but I fear damn as dead as breath. All the drugs in your face. I am blessed with a smile. We live in a crazy world. We live in a wild world. We live in a sad world. And of course, we live in a world where. Hannah Gatsby is trash. Hannah Gatsby is not funny. Jay Swee, Dave Chappelle, Jay Swee. All facts. We live in a world where the judge in Kyle Rittenhouse's trial says that the lawyers, right, who are fighting this fucking case cannot call the two people that Kyle Rittenhouse killed victims. Bruv, Carl Rittenhouse killed two people and wounded another with an AR-15. And then the judge in this fucking case pulled up and said that, hey, victim is too loaded. We can't label the two people that Carl Rittenhouse killed as victims. Right? Hey, let's call them rioters. Let's call them looters. Let's call them arsonists. I mean, bruh, how racist is America, bruh? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, you know, just when you think that they have hit the heights of racism, bruh, they, they find a way to exceed that point. I mean, bruh, America is incredible, right? Home of the brave and the free, right? Okay. <laughs> I want every white person in this room who would be happy to be treated as this society in general treats our citizens, our black citizens, if you as a white person would be happy to receive the same treatment that our black citizens do in this society, please stand. You didn't understand the directions. If you white folks want to be treated the way blacks are in this society, stand. Nobody's standing here. That says very plainly that you know what's happening. You know you don't want it for you. I want to know why you're so willing to accept it or to allow it to happen for others. We live in a world where Jada Pinkett Smith 
pulled up last week and admitted that it's difficult to maintain a good sex life with her husband, Will Smith, after decades of marriage. Bruh, why do I know this information? Why? I'm all the way in Johannesburg, South Africa. Why do I know this information? Why do I know what fucking happens or doesn't happen in Will and Jada's bedroom? Like, bruh, why do I know this shit? Why? Why is this information in the public domain? Why? Why? Bruh, yo, yo, yo. Is fucking Will and Jada's relationship a fucking BJ Novak's picture? <laughs> huh? Look, bruv, yo, they treat that fucking relationship like BJ Novak's picture. Bruv, hey, BJ Novak has got this one picture, right, of his face. That's literally all over the fucking world. Word is, someone put an image of BJ Novak into the public domain. And now his face can be found on Calvin Klein's Encounter Cologne in Sweden. And certain brands of face paint in Uruguay or Uruguay. Right? And his face can be found on the boxes of electric razors in China. So you know my name is Norfi. I mean, fam, Will and Jada are fucking tiring, right? These motherfuckers are literally treating their marriage like BJ Novak's public domain face. All fucking facts. So, bruv, I have a fucking solution. And this solution is the be-all and all. How about let's get together, man? Will Smith and Jada Pinkett, let's get together, man. And let's drive down to Tupac's grave, okay? Let's fucking exhume Tupac. Once and for all, let's exhume Pac. All facts, because evidently, that's what Jada Pinkett Smith wants. Okay? She wants to fuck Tupac right now. Right here. Right now. Right here. Right now. That's what she wants. Facts. I mean, bruv, the Smiths are fucking embarrassing. The Smiths are embarrassing, just like the ANC. Embarrassing. Right? I'm recording this shit in the fucking dark. In the dark. Huh? These niggas have been building the Midupi power station forever. Forever. Bruv, Nelson Mandela was still alive when these niggas started building the Midupi power station. Let that shit sink in, bruv. He was still alive. Facts. Bruv, bruv, listen, listen. Ronaldinho was still the best player in the world when these niggas started building the Midupi power station. Ronaldinho was still playing for Barcelona when these motherfuckers started building the Midupi power station. Okay? Yo, back then, when you saw Messi, niggas were like, who the fuck is this guy? Right? Niggas, who the fuck is that guy? Who the fuck is this kid with the 30 on his back? With the 19 on his back? The fuck is going on? Nobody knew 
who the fuck Messi was when these niggas started building the Midupi power station. That's all I'm saying. Okay? But evidently, load shedding is good because we are not burning, you know, a lot of fucking fossil fuels. You know, unlike Indonesia. Right? Indonesia is out there trying to keep the fucking lights on. Right? Burning coal every day. How dare you? Shit is embarrassing, bruv. Shame on you, Indonesia. Shame on you. Right? China, the United States of America, and um, India, we expected such from you guys. Right? We know that you motherfuckers are shameless. You guys don't care, so. We expected you guys to be in the top five. But Indonesia, bruv? Indo-fucking-nesia? Right? Hey, Russia, Russia, we expected you. To be in the top five. Right? We expected you to be there. But Indonesia, bruv. Indo fucking. Huh? What? Huh? Indonesia? Come on, bruv. Embarrassing. Shameful. Shameful. Legit. We live in a crazy fucking world, bruv. We live in a world where motherfuckers still don't know what the fuck happened to the decapolis. Bruh, where the fuck are the ten babies, bruh? Where the fuck are the decapolites? What's going on? The story is getting crazier by the fucking day. Where it is these kids got trafficked out of South Africa? Where it is these kids are floating somewhere? Right? Maybe in Europe. Maybe in the United States of America. Who knows? All I know is, the fucking decapolate story, bruv, is just fucking insane. Are the kids trafficked or nah? Huh? Oh, what's going on? Niggas are turning South Africa into an episode of blood and water. Yeah? Ah, aman. Ah, yeah, ah, ah, ah. Where the fuck are the babies? What? What? Hey! Hey! Bruh! Yo, there were ten... Fucking babies. Ten infant babies. Where the fuck are the babies, dog? Where the fuck are the babies? Dude, how... Yo, how is it possible to traffic ten human babies out of South Africa? I, I, I mean, bruh, how, how is that possible? Like, bruh, the story is just getting crazier by the day. What's going on? South Africa, come on, bruv. We live in a crazy fucking world. Legit. Too many curveballs. Curving, 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 ballsy. Too many curveballs. The fuck? Ay, 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 ay. Bruv, we live in a world where... The man who supplied the deadly pills that killed Mac Miller has pleaded guilty and he now faces 20 years in prison. Bruh. Damn, bruh. Bruh, like, yo, 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 yo. Fam, when I saw that, I almost cried. When I saw that, bruv, Yo, I played Red Dot Music, bruv. I listened to Red Dot Music. One of my favorite songs of all time. 
right? And it just so happens to be Mac Miller's song. I mean, bruh, what Mac Miller did on there, and of course, Action Bronson. I mean, I mean, bruh, Red Dot Music, man. I mean, I mean, come on, bruh. Yo, yo, Mac, Mac, rest in peace, sir. Legit. Rest in peace, my nigga. Facts. We live in a crazy fucking world, man. Everything is happening at the same damn time. You feel me? We live in a world where Shaquille O'Neal is out here telling his fucking kids that, Hey, listen, I'm rich. Not you guys. We ain't rich. I'm rich. Bruh, you know, that's fucking played out. Okay? Bruv, I'm sick and tired of rich people who tell their kids that they aren't rich. That shit needs to stop. Listen, your kids are rich. Okay? Your kids are privileged. Legit, don't make your kids feel, you know, unworthy of your wealth. Right? Like, bruv, I hate how parents act as if... Um, these kids chose to be here. No, 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 parents, no. You guys chose to give birth. You guys chose to procreate. Legit. Y'all chose that shit. So your kids aren't here because they fucking won, you know, some fucking competition. No, no, they didn't enter F&B's vaccination competition. No, nope, nope. You motherfuckers fucked, right? And then, bada bing, bada boom, you guys have kids now. Stop telling your kids that they aren't rich. Oh, oh no, we ain't rich. I'm rich. You ain't rich. I'm rich. It's my money. Go out there and get your money. And bruv, you know, when they say this shit, like, you know, they act as if, like, you know, they're saying something progressive or something deep. No! There's nothing dope about that. Legit, your kids are privileged. Stop making them feel, you know, uncomfortable with their privilege. Legit, stop making them feel insecure about their fucking privilege. Oh, my dad said, I'm not rich, he's rich. So, uh, you know, like you're making your kids feel insecure about money and wealth and all of these things they have. I mean, you know, that's bad Parenting. Facts. These are all fucking facts. We live in a crazy fucking world. Legit. We live in a world just just littered with fucking tote bags. I mean, bruv, I'm sick and tired of seeing totes. I'm tired. I'm, I, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. These fucking cotton totes, bruv. Yo, I'm starting to think that they are as harmful as plastic. These are all fucking facts. I'm starting to think that they are harming the fucking environment just like plastic. So we are back to square one. We are back to where we started. I mean, bro, god damn it. Fuck, man. We live in a crazy fucking world. Legit. We live in a crazy fucking world. We live in a world where podcasts are now advertising on other podcasts. I mean, bro, what, what, what's that about? What the fuck are you doing? Fam, this trend of podcasts advertising on other podcasts needs to fucking stop. Cut the shit. 
Bruv, I was out here just chilling, listening to My Wife Hates Me, Rich Voss, and his beautiful wife, Bonnie McFarlane. Right? I was out here just chilling, listening to them, just going back and forth, laughing, ha ha, ha ha, ha ha, and then out of the fucking blue, I got hit by a fucking ad for another podcast. And I was like, what, 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 what? What? Bruv, I heard an ad for Sacred Symbols, right, by Colin Moriarty. And listen, bruv, I fucks with Colin. But bruv, I'm not trying to hear your shit right now, bruv. This fucking guy has an ad on My Wife Hates Me. Hey, listen. Bruv, when I heard that shit, fam, I was, I was, yo, I was confused. That shit threw me for a fucking loop. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And like I said, I fucks with Colin Moriarty. He's one of the best to ever do it. I fuck with him, right? He's a gamer. He's all about PlayStation. And I fucks with his fucking commentary, bruv. But fam, hearing him, right, on that fucking ad, I, I, yo, I was like, yo, listen, I'm sorry, Colin. But I've lost some respect for you. Facts. Facts, bruv. Yo, these are all fucking facts. Right? And bruv, these other pods, right? These advertising podcasts, bruh, they are they're fucking shameless. They don't give a flying fuck. They tell you straight up, hey, stop listening to what you are listening to right now and go listen to our shit. Go follow our shit. Pause what you are listening to right now. Pause this fucking podcast that we are advertising on and go listen to our shit or go follow our shit. And I'd be like, no, no, we ain't doing that. We ain't doing that. Cut the shit. God damn it. Cut the shit. Jesus fucking Christ. And then, bruv, oh my God. Yo, I heard another ad on another episode of My Wife Hates Me. This ad is for a podcast called... Oh, what's the name of this fucking pod? We Are Having Gay Sex or some shit like that. Bruh, listen. I have a message for the host of We Are Having Gay Sex. Okay? Okay? Hey, ma'am. Go fuck yourself. Okay? Listen, bruv. Hey, yo, 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 yo. Over here at Might As Well and XO Royalty at large, we fuck with the LGBTQI plus community, bruv. These are all fucking facts. Okay? We love gay people. We appreciate gay culture. There's what it is. We celebrate the facts. Right? Even though we are straight. We are fucking straight. We are as straight as a fucking ruler. But, 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 we support the gay community. However, however, right? This girl, this fucking host of that one fucking part, we are having gay sex. Hey, enough. Bruv, how many times... Can one person say the word sex? I mean, I, I, I mean that ad, that ad, bro. Listen, listen, it grinds my fucking nuts. It grinds my fucking curveballs. These are all fucking facts. Curving, 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 curving. I be swerving, Kyrie Irving, 
curving ballsy. Legit, bruv. That shit. That shit, bruh. Bruh, th this fucking girl. Like, like, bruh, throughout the entire ad, it's just sex, 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 sex. We are having gay sex, lesbian sex, gay sex, fuck, fuck, sex, sex, sex. Sex, 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 sex. Sex, 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 sex. Are you straight having gay sex? Are you having gay sex straight? Sex, 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 sex. Sex, 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 sex. And, and I'm like, what? Like, bro, we, listen, we, we, we live in a weird time. Right? Everything has sex in it. Fam, I, I was looking at, you know, shows on, on Netflix. And, and I was just fucking scrolling. And, and, and I was like, every single show on here, bruv, you know, has a wild sex scene. Every fucking show on there. Like, bruh, Netflix is obsessed with sex. Bruh, the world is obsessed with sex. And, and, and bruh, you know, I'm at a point where I'm like, you know, cut the shit. Tone it down. We get it. You guys are fucking. We get it. Right? You guys are trying to make sex less taboo. It's a beautiful thing. However, you guys have overcorrected, right? You guys have overcorrected the fucking misdeeds, right, of previous generations. You guys are going overboard. Legit, you guys are going overboard. It's too much. It's, it's too fucking much. I just want to watch a show and just fucking enjoy the fucking dialogue and, you know what I mean? Like, actually tell a story, bruv. But these days, these writers cannot tell a story without a boob popping up, you know, without a fucking dick swinging. Without, like, it's, it's just, it's just fucking grotesque. That's all I'm saying. <sighs> I don't mean to sound all puritanical, bruv. Legit. All I'm saying is, enough with the sex. Turn the fucking volume down a little bit. Tone it down. We get it. You guys love to fuck. We get it. Right? You motherfuckers love sucking and fucking. It's a beautiful thing. But enough. Jesus fucking Christ. The world is crazy, bruv. Fam, we live in a world where the creator of Squid Game is beefing with LeBron. I, I mean, I mean, what, what's going on? What, what's going on? Right? He caught wind that LeBron James, you know, hates the fucking ending of Squid Game. Hey, listen, bruv. We all do. Okay? We all hate the fucking ending. Go see your fucking daughter. How about that? How about that? Fly to America to go see your fucking daughter. Jesus fucking Christ. Fuck, man. Right? This fucking guy heard that LeBron hates the ending of Squid Game. Right? And now he's beefing with LeBron. He caught feelings. This fucking guy caught feelings. I mean, I mean, embarrassing. Ain't this guy South Korean, bruv? Yo, Koreans are strong, right? Koreans never get emotional, no. But this fucking guy, who, whoa, whoa, talk about the divine feminine. Jesus fucking Christ, bruv. We live in a crazy world. We live in a world where the Pakistan cricket team beat the Indian cricket team in the ICC T20 World Cup. And now Muslims are being arrested in India for celebrating Pakistan's win. Right? 
Muslims are being arrested for celebrating Pakistan's victory over India at the ICC T20 World Cup. Number one, who gives a fuck about cricket? Let's start there. Let's start, hey, let's start there. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. We don't give a fuck. Yo, in South Africa, we only care about sports like fucking rugby and cricket when we win something. Okay? Legit. Especially, especially in black South African townships. Listen, bruv. I don't give a flying fuck about rugby. Okay? But, bruv, the moment these motherfuckers win something... The moment these niggas win a shiny fucking piece of metal, listen, listen, right? Yo, yo, I, I, I get emotional, right? I be out there looking at the fucking team going, I, I don't know any of these niggas, but, but I'm proud, right? I be like, I don't know these motherfuckers, but fuck, yeah, I'm proud, right? We don't give a fuck, okay? We don't give a fuck. And by the way, our cricket team hasn't won in a while. These niggas haven't won in a while. They haven't won in a while. So why should I care? Right? In South Africa, bruv, listen. We care about the national team. Right? Bagana, bagana. That's all we care about. And of course, <laughs> they haven't won in a while. <laughs> they haven't won in a while. But they get all of our support. These are all fucking facts. Facts, facts, facts! Facts. We live in a bonkers fucking world, bruv. We live in a world where scientists may have detected signs of a planet transiting a star outside of the Milky Way. Right? In what could be the first planet ever to be discovered outside of our galaxy. A beautiful thing because it's a fucking reminder that <laughs> that you know we don't matter it's a reminder that we are not alone it's a reminder that we are not as big as we think we are we, we are we are nothing but a fucking speck of dust that's all we are just a little fucking reminder. We live in a crazy fucking world. Right? There are bigger things out there. Bigger things. Big things are gone in the fucking cosmos. These are all fucking facts. Legit. Facts. These are all fucking facts. We live in a world where young Miami dropped a song called Rap Freaks, right? Right? And on the song, um, Young Miami says the following line, and I quote, right? She spits this fucking line about P. Diddy, and I quote, Diddy, let me put it in your face like them roaches. <laughs> Bruh, do y'all remember that fucking video that Diddy posted of him diving into a pool, right? And that video had a fucking weird caption, right? And on the caption, he spoke about how he woke up one day in the middle of the fucking night and he had 15 roaches on his face, right? And it was on that day that Diddy decided to take control of his life. 
right? It's a beautiful story. <laughs> Is it real? Hey. No. Did he fucking make that shit up? Yeah. Do we believe him? No. He needs more people. But, but, it's hilarious. Comedy. Right? It's fucking comedy, bruv. We live in a world where Zayn Malik, right, may or, you know, may have not, you know, slapped a bitch. The American people are tired of women. Yay! It's getting spooky. 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 Weird times. Global weirding. I was like, the whole entire country, the whole entire entertainment industry looked past the fact that Jezik sacrificed Mpura and Kilakao, bro. Sacrificed? Yeah. There you are now. Like, what do you mean? Like, kill? I'm saying that <laughs> for the betterment of his career. So he's saying on some Illuminati level. Doc, what do you think is happening, bro? Yo, 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 Ria. That one got me out of my... I'm like, sacrifice. You don't mean certified. You don't mean verified. Sacrificed. I mean, think about it. When I saw him, I'm like, that was a music video. You know, it came out after everything happened, right? Hey, we're trying to decide now. <laughs> and then yeah, I'm like, why wait, is Sakura and Kilakau in the music video when they are not featured on the song? You know what I mean? Okay. And then I'm like, okay. the day after they died, he left, he went to Ghana. So you think the ritual was done there? <laughs> <laughs> the sacrificial ritual? Hey. Look, I'm just saying that there's something that we, we are not reading in between the lines. <laughs> and wait, 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 wait. Because so, now, so if, when, if, when we were there at Sony, yeah. he saw all those kids getting signed and stuff. Yeah. He's the one that's like, it's his company, Black is Born and Imagine you put on your glasses or headset and you're instantly in your home space. It has parts of your physical home recreated virtually, it has things that are only possible virtually, and it has an incredibly inspiring view of whatever you find most beautiful. Hey, are you coming? Yeah, just gotta find something to wear. All right, perfect. Oh, hey, Mark. Hey, what's going on? Hey, Hi, Mark. What's up, Mark? Whoa, we're floating in space? Uh -huh. Who made this place? It's awesome. <laughs> right? It's from a crater. I met in LA. Uh, this place is amazing. <laughs> Boz, is that you? Of course it's me. You know I had to be the robot, man. <laughs> I thought I was supposed to be the robot. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> 
I knew you were bluffing. <laughs> hey, wait. Where is Naomi? Let's yes, call her. Naomi. <laughs> hey, should we deal you in? Sorry, I'm running late, but you've got to see what we're checking out. There's an artist going around Soho hiding AR pieces for people to find. 3D street art? That's cool. Send that link over so we can all look at it. This is stunning. Okay, that is something. That's awesome. Wow. Oh, I love the movement. Wait, it's it's disappearing. This is amazing. Hold on. I'll tip the artist and they'll extend it. Wow. Brilliant. If you guys like it here, I have another room that you're going to love. Check out this forest room. Huh, let's see it. Koi fish that fly? That's new. This is wild. Hey, one sec, Boz. It's Priscilla. Hey, you have to see this. Beast is going crazy. Oh, I love that guy. We've got to show that to the kids. Can you also send that to my dad? I'll message him. All right, see you at home. This place is great, Boz, but there's something I got to get back to. All right, so that's a glimpse of a few ways that we're going to be able to get together and socialize in the metaverse. Well, now a power crunch in some parts of China has shut down factories and left some households without electricity. The shortages come as coal prices rise and in some cases because of efforts to meet official energy use targets. There are fears the power shortage in China could become prolonged as the demand for coal and natural gas surges during the winter. Let's bring in DW's Clifford Kunin, who has been monitoring the situation for us. So what's behind the power crunch? Well, it seems to be almost like a perfect storm of things. There's a lot of different factors happening at once. It's been in 17 provinces in China, and altogether they account for something like 66% of the whole economy. So it's very widespread. Um, in the northeast, you have, have shortages where it's quite cold at the moment, but you also have shortages in Guangdong province in the south, which is undergoing a heat wave. So there's different factors that work all together and they just seem to be combining to create this shortage. And in the South, for example, they've been, people have been asked to turn the thermostats up on their air conditioning to use less electricity. Uh, whereas in the Northeast, um, the shortages are affecting factory output and, and various different things. So it's um, all these different factors together are, are combining to cause these outages. There's a human impact, of course, but, but how about the economic impact? Yeah, I mean, it's it, it, a lot of things, a lot of the factories that are going to be making the smartphones that people will be buying for Christmas um, you know, when you look at the fuel shortages in Britain at the moment, you know, there's all these combinations of things at the moment with that fuel supply. Um, it's going to have an impact on the economy because utilities in China, they can't pass on price increases. Coal prices are, are at record levels at the moment, but they can't pass them on to the com consumers. So they're stuck with this thing, uh, with, with having to charge them a certain amount, which means they're asking people to use less. And so we have these shortages. So it could have quite a, it could have indeed have quite an impact on, on, on the economy overall. Okay, so uh, some bumps in the supply chain, it, it sounds like. Uh, all of us should get our Christmas presents perhaps a yeah, little bit earlier than usual. Um, let's talk about the cause. How much of this is being attributed to global warming? Well, one of the things that, um, another uh, one of the reasons for this is that people are, uh, authorities in China are trying to cut emissions levels. And, um, you know, urban pollution in China has, has been appalling for many years. Um, and the government now seems very serious about doing something about it because it's it's become a real issue for people. So I think in that sense, global warming is, is playing a role in that, that it's trying to encourage um, the utilities to move away from coal because a lot of um, a lot of China's 
electricity is still coming from coal-powered uh, uh, coal-powered power stations. Um, so they're trying to get a move away from that. So in that sense, global warming is kind of key in some ways to why this is all happening. DW's Clifford Coonan. Thanks so much. Mark Zuckerberg introduced what he calls the metaverse, a platform where users will interact in virtual and augmented realities. He also said Facebook would change its name. Take a listen. To reflect who we are and what we hope to build, I am proud to announce that starting today, our company is now Meta. Our mission remains the same, it's still about bringing people together. Our apps and their brands, they're not changing either. And we are still the company that designs technology around people. But now we have a new North Star to help bring the metaverse to life. And we have a new name that reflects the full breadth of what we do and the future that we want to help build. That announcement comes as Facebook, or Meta, is under intense scrutiny over its content moderation policies. A whistleblower leaked documents that have raised concerns that the company is putting its profits ahead of the safety of its users. Let's bring in now New York Times technology correspondent Mike Isaac for more on this. Mike, thanks so much for joining us. The idea of a so-called metaverse isn't new, but can you explain exactly what it is? Yeah, of course. Well, it, I think it's largely theoretical at this point. Um, a lot of this stems from uh, a really popular book in tech uh, tech circles in Silicon Valley called Ready Player One, which essentially is sort of an extended universe on how people might connect to each other in the future, whether it's through virtual reality or augmented reality glasses or just sort of um, a continuous different way to walk through worlds and connect with people all over the world. This is something that Mark Zuckerberg has been really interested in and excited about for months, if not years now. But um, they really are leaning into it over this next uh, few years. And I think this name change is really emblematic of the future of what he wants his company to look like. And you said it's theoretical. So is it even significant, the, the change from Facebook to Meta? Or is this just a distraction from the recent conversation yeah. on the dangers of Facebook's products? Yeah, I mean, the timing is pretty suspect. Um, and look, all of this, and Facebook has even said, a lot of this stuff is years away. Um, some of it require, will require big breakthroughs in physics. Um, the type of glasses that Mark Zuckerberg envisions us using would be, you know, as about lightweight and thin as the glasses that I'm wearing right now, but with much more technology stuffed into them. So uh, it really is sort of discussing things that are a very long way off, but I also think it has the added benefit of sort of distracting from a lot of the issues that they have going on right now, especially with the Facebook papers coming out for sure. The timing is certainly interesting. Now, there are already concerns over Facebook's dominant role in society. How do you moderate content in a metaverse of billions of people? Yeah, I mean, it's this real sort of tension on is this thing going to actually become real, which again, there are no sort of uh, guarantees that it actually will be become real versus, you know, or is it going to be another one of these situations where just like when Facebook was built, things get crazy, there's almost no real moderation of content, and they have to sort of 
do a, a backwards-facing look at all the really bad stuff that's happening in the, na uh, the network. There was a moment during this presentation this morning where Nick Clegg, their VP of Policy and Communications, said that we're going into this thinking about how we can shape this and be safe in the future. But I think at this point, it's so theoretical and so like barely nascent that it's hard to say what that might even look like. And we heard Mark Zuckerberg say that the company isn't really changing. So what does this mean practically for users? I think for, for users of Facebook, for users of Instagram, for users of WhatsApp, it's not going to mean much uh, difference at all. Uh, they, have, they recently, in their earnings report, spun off what's called Facebook Reality Labs, the division that's responsible for building hardware into a separate segment. They're, they expect to be investing tens of billions of dollars into building this hardware over the next few years, over the next probably 10 years, and have basically said, look, this is a long-term vision for us. We're still going to have these social products it's where we make all of our money and where all of our revenue comes from to essentially fund what we think will be the future, which is, is coming from Facebook Reality Labs. But short-term, it's not going to mean very much difference. And any idea on when we could start using this metaverse? <laughs> I think the, the closest version of it you can get to right now is through their Oculus uh, virtual reality headsets, which are on sale uh, right now. Um, they have a thing called an Oculus, uh, I think it's called the, uh, I forgot the name actually, but the, the Oculus headsets, that's the cheapest, around $300. You can get at Best Buy, you can get online. It's actually backordered because people were buying it in larger quantities when the pandemic came on. And it gives you like a glimpse of what the sort of virtual worlds are that look like right now. They also have a Ray-Ban collaboration in these smart glasses that just came out recently. And it's not exactly what I would call augmented reality, but it is a taste of having cameras on your face and being able to upload video to your social networks. I will say my kids will love this and already have their own versions of Oculus glasses and, and, and all that stuff at, at home. So they'll, they're looking forward to this. Well, New York Times technology reporter Mike Isaac, thank you so much for joining us. Running on vast amounts of real-time data, traveling through high-speed networks, the cities of the future will be technologically smart. The companies designing these smart systems say they'll make our urban environments more livable, They'll keep traffic flowing, save energy, and even help keep us safe. Countries all across the world are embracing smart cities, but none more so than China. This is China's newest and most exquisite blueprint in the new era that presents the image of a confident, beautiful, and innovative China. This is a concept favored by Xi Jinping himself. The notion of smart cities to smart society and that has become a sort of like, uh, for me, national strategy. To sustain its already high levels of productivity, Beijing has pumped an estimated $800 billion into high-speed rail, autonomous vehicles, smart grids and 5G networks, and is piloting more than half the world's smart cities. But for many, the trade-offs are alarming. High-tech surveillance is already widespread for Chinese citizens, and it's a growing concern for countries who import these systems from Chinese tech firms. China is um, exporting elements of its surveillance complex to third countries through the export of what they call smart cities. By 2030, China is set to overtake the US and become the world's number one economy. 
and it's betting that smart cities will be a key part of that success. The story of China's urbanization is one without historic parallel. Every year, 20 new cities are built from scratch in China. More people now live in China's cities and towns than live in its countryside. During the last 20 years, almost every year, we have uh, uh, 30 million new, uh, uh, new people move into the city. The economic reforms of the 1970s drove hundreds of millions of people out of rural poverty and into China's cities in search of work. Many would end up in the factories that powered the nation's meteoric economic rise. Today, China has 63% of the urbanization rate. That means almost 900 million people in our country is a citizen, is a residential of the city. That's more than 10% of the world's population living in Chinese cities. Such is the pace of development, it can be hard to get your head around the numbers. China has over 100 cities, each with their own population of over a million people. Despite this, China's urbanization rate, the percentage of people in cities, is still some way behind other advanced economies like the US and Japan. But by 2050, urbanization is expected to hit 80% and it's all part of Beijing's plans. Everybody knows that China has very fast uh, economic growth, but the urbanization play a very important role. This is why China government want to move, promote that urbanization very much, because they want to use this way to drive in the economic growth. We have moved our people from the countryside go to the city, because when people produce the cell phone, they can, they can feed more people, create more jobs. So this is why China redesigned the economic systems. It's very much depend on the urbanization. That's where smart cities come into it. A new, smarter urbanization had already been designated a national priority in the National New Type Urbanization Plan in 2014. As well as encouraging permanent migration to cities, that plan called for high-speed rail links and other infrastructure. But to sustain these urban populations, the cities also have to be digitally advanced. In the Communist Party's latest five-year plan, five interconnected city clusters will be rolled out by the mid-2030s. Beijing contends they'll be world leaders in smart city infrastructure. Each will also be home to as many as 100 million people. Xiongyan is designed to relieve Beijing of functions not essential to its role as the capital and provide a Chinese solution to urban problems. The smart city strategy fits into the economic transformation or the qualitative upgrade of its economy very well because smart city and ticks all the boxes, innovation, technology, new economy and economic upgrade. It's a sort of like new urban utopia or a new urban imaginary that gives the policymakers in China some aspirations and some uh, inspirations as well. In the Pearl River Delta cluster in the south is one of the most advanced cities, Shenzhen. China's answer to Silicon Valley used to be a fishing town 40 years ago. As its population grew 40-fold, GDP grew 11,452-fold. When I entered China in January 2015, the city of Shenzhen, if I'm correct, had around 13 point 
some million people living and working. Right now, if we look at the amount of people living and working there now, it is close to, I think, 18 or 19, maybe even 20 million. Headquartered in Shenzhen, Huawei is China's biggest tech firm. When it comes to intelligent cities and connected cities, we have supported the majority of the world with global and mobile broadband infrastructures. All these digitized technologies are helping this industry to also move higher up the value chain in a much shorter time frame. In 2020, Shenzhen deployed next-generation 5G and high-speed broadband. Huawei, the market leader, played a major role. Huawei has completed a series of 5G new radio tests. The downlink peak throughput has reached over 6 gigabytes per second for a single user. In Shenzhen, average broadband speeds are about 1 gigabyte per second. That's given local companies an edge when it comes to productivity. The timing of smart traffic lights are adjusted to improve flow efficiently. Surveillance camera systems capture traffic violations. It sits with a horizontal layer of mobile and broadband and fixed technologies to connect it all. That's what makes it intelligent. It understands what it is for. It optimizes and it utilizes all these broadband connectivities for applications for people to stay at home and whilst at home using applications from the government, for example, to do this citizen or residency registration or transfer from one city to another city. The same for taxation, the same for utilities, gas, water, electricity and what have you. No more need to go to City Hall, which is downtown city center, for paperwork and what have you. In the process of all of this, uh, in return, it lowers the burden on traffic, of course, because these millions of people in five, six years time frame added to the population of Shenzhen in itself would also burden traffic in, in a tremendous way. But of course, these smart cities are imprinted with the characteristics of China's surveillance state. The Chinese people are being watched in ways that earlier generations were not. To be honest, as a citizen, I used to be, be, be monitoring by the, so many cameras along the street. Early of this year, I, I think this is a very hot topic, a lot of a debate about uh, can, can capture my face and uh, analysis of my, my behaviors. So, so I think in today, the, the public the awareness on the data the privacy issues are more discussion. I think there's a pretty crucial distinction to make in privacy in terms of protection of one's personal data against companies misusing it. And privacy in the sense of an intrinsic civil liberty to protect against overly excessive government interference into one's personal life. Privacy in the first sense there are actually very robust discussions in China. There are personal information protection laws being drafted, data security laws being drafted that are meant to protect privacy from company intrusion. As for the privacy in the second sense, there's very little discussion, very little protection from government intrusion upon one's personal privacy. If companies are collecting less data, and are being more secure with how they manage your personal data and your personal information, that might also limit the ability of the government to get data from companies. Regarding Chinese citizens' reactions to AI intruding upon their personal lives, there's a lot more discussion in Chinese social media, Chinese blogs, than uh, we would assume uh, in the West. 
Inside China, local governments now have a more effective way to monitor citizens on a real-time basis. Under China's cybersecurity law, companies must store users' data on local servers and decrypt the data on request from the authorities. The new data security law, which just passed uh, June 11th, is something that Chinese government really cared about, and no one is going to get past this. Others worry that Chinese companies may share sensitive information picked up abroad with Chinese intelligence services. Huawei has famously been accused of being dangerous because countries like the US think it could use its telecom equipment to spy for the Chinese government. Huawei denies the allegations, arguing that US restrictions aren't about cybersecurity but are really designed to safeguard American dominance of global tech. China's ambassador to the UK tells the BBC that Britain's decision to drop Huawei from its 5G network is a bad move for the country. I think UK still has its own independent foreign policy rather than to dance to the tune of Americans. Despite the international scrutiny, there still seems to be a demand for China's smart city model. Chinese vendors have won contracts for smart city infrastructure in about 50 cities worldwide, according to a study by RWR Advisory. Most are in illiberal societies. Whether such privacy fears are overstated or not, the opportunities are too great for China big tech to ignore. Chinese CEOs lined up to pledge their support for President Xi Jinping's recent common prosperity policy, despite the hit their businesses would take as part of his crackdown on various industries. Regulation of the te technology giants and to what extent our behavior, our action, even our travel patterns, our shopping and preferences, they are being utilized for commercial purposes. And I, I, again, this is a global uh, issue and a global concern. They're huge, you know, market opportunities. So they work together and to promote what I call the smart city movement in China. But Beijing's dreams of utopian living could come crashing down. The very urbanization that's led to smart cities also resulted in vast ghost towns as the pace of building was too fast for newcomers moving in. The price of the housing increased very fast. This is a, the challenge for Shanghai, Beijing, like Hong Kong. No young people go there. For the developers, kickstarting these projects means taking on huge debt. So when buildings aren't filled quickly enough, that can mean companies going bust. Chinese authorities are now grappling with how to handle developers like Evergrande Group, which now account for almost half the world's distressed debt. If China's economy takes a hit while its property developers go bust, smart cities suddenly become a lot harder to build. Despite its Orwellian overtones, this convergence between the state and private tech firms to create smart city technology clearly has major benefits. Smart city apps help China contain the spread of the COVID-19 virus, allowing Beijing to turn its economy from contraction to growth faster than any other nation. And smart city ambassadors like Edwin Dienda at Huawei see their technologies as essential to our future. It creates more insights in terms of how and where is this city, for example, consuming electricity, uh, consuming power. And only with digital, we're able to 
create a visualization for that, create a better understanding for that, but most importantly, have the principle of big data analytics to help us understand and create insights in how to anticipate. But I think the most important one, and the one that is the most sustainable, of course, sits with energy transition. I truly believe energy transition is the next wave of innovation for digital transformation. 85% of the carbon emission is happening inside the city's geography. So that city will be very important in how to reduce the decarbonization that a smart city's plan can contribute to. The real question is whether smart cities will be designed for the people who live in them or for the governments and tech firms who run them. I strongly believe that smart city, even though it's built upon technology, but it should not be technology-centric. It's about the livability, sustainability, and the, the, the public good and the social inclusion. Our cities will thrive in the future by building and upgrading infrastructure with technologies that tackle the biggest challenges of a rapidly urbanizing world. China aims to be a leader in this field, both at home and abroad. One thing is for sure, China's urban landscape will be dramatically refashioned in the decades ahead. Let's go. Let's go. I will. What do you want to know? All right, Ali, what's the current state of what's going on with these cases? I'm not allowed to make any comments because it's an ongoing investigation. I've been ordered by the Sheriff's Department in Santa Fe. I can't answer any questions about the investigation. I can't. It's an active investigation in terms of a woman dying. She was my friend. She was my friend. The day I arrived in Santa Fe to start shooting, I took her to dinner with Joel, the director. We were a very, very, excuse me, we were a very, very, you know, well-oiled crew shooting a film together, and then this horrible event happened. Now, I've been told multiple times, don't make any comments about the ongoing investigation. And I can't. I can't. I can't. That's right. it. And you met what, with, are the, sorry. what are the questions that you have other than that? You met with the, uh, the, the, the um, I'm afraid I forget her name in a moment, but you met with her family? Uh, Helena. Her yes, name I met is Helena. If you're spending this much time waiting for us, you, you should know, know her, her name. name. Her name is Helena. Helena Hutchins. I met with her husband, Matthew, and her son. Yeah, that's right. And uh, how did that meeting go? Uh, I wouldn't know how to characterize them. Okay. They're, they're, they're you, mortified. You guys, they're you guys, so, you know what? Do, no I'm, details. Do, do, do me a favor. I'm going I'm to answer the question. Well, I appreciate that he was probably very upset. The, 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 the guy is overwhelmed with grief. This, this is something that, that, you know, there are incidental accidents uh, uh, on film sets uh, from time to time, but nothing like this. This is a one in a trillion episode. It's a one in a trillion of them. And so the, he is in shock. He has a nine-year-old son. You know, we are, you know, in constant contact with him because we're very worried about his family and his, his kid. And uh, as I said, we're, we're, we're eagerly awaiting for the sheriff's department to tell us what their investigation has yielded. What else do you have? Would you ever work on another film set that involves uh, firearms of that nature? I couldn't answer that question. I, I, I really don't have any. I have no sense of it at all. I do know that an ongoing effort to limit the use of firearms in, on film sets is something I'm extremely interested in. Yeah, but where are you? But remember something that I think is important, and that is how many bullets have been fired in films and TV shows in the last 75 years? This is Americans. How many bullets have gone off in movies and on TV sets before? Billions in the last 75 years.
does go wrong, and it's this horrible catastrophic thing, some new measures have to take place. Rubber guns, plastic guns, no live, no real operations. That's not for me to decide. It's urgent. It's urgent that you understand. I'm not an expert in this field. So whatever other people decide is the best way to go in terms of protecting people's safety on film sets, I'm all in favor of, and I will cooperate them with that in any way that I can. Do you have any further projects in the works in London, or is everything on hold? No, no, that, that's right irrelevant now. to what we're talking about. Do you think production will start up again on No, the... I doubt it. That's the yeah. Is there anything else? Why Vermont? Oh, it's just... Yeah, that's a per... No, 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 no that's a person. That's part. Yeah, that's part. Anything else? Okay. So just do me a favor, you know, my, my kids are in the car crying. Because you guys are following and all I want to do, know. as a courtesy to you, I came to talk to you. I'm not allowed to comment on the investigation. I talk to the cops every day. I talk to them every day to find out. They know where you are. I want to be the very best. No one ever was. To catch them is my real test. To train them is my cause. <laughs> Again, sorry for being healthy. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. It's it's fascinating though. The ex exposing of mainstream media. That's one thing that Corporate I'm very press. happy about. You don't call them mainstream because they're not mainstream. <clears throat> Right, this this show is more mainstream. Yes, than they are. it's the corporate press. It's more mainstream by a factor of ten. Of course, which is pretty crazy. But it's also funny how they will do everything in their power to make you seem like you should be dismissed and not taken seriously. Right. Yeah, but it's not working. No. That, that's what's fascinating. But this this framing of uh, like ivermectin as horse medicine was I, I'm in, in in some ways I'm really happy that they did it to me because they could have done you have the audience to, yes. to blast back. Did you see that supercut? Yes. Uh, of, of yes. Just one after another, them laughing yeah. at you. Yeah, hilarious. It's, but also, the, this is what's interesting. They kept saying that ivermectin, first of all, it's like you called your dealer. You had it prescribed, right? Yeah. So when they say it's not approved, 
it's not like you are using your own judgment. You're using the judgment of a medical professional, which is what they've been yelling for a year and a half. Listen to the experts. Well, not only that, I listed off a laundry list of medications, and that's the one they focused on. Right. I said I took monoclonal antibodies. I said I took prednisone. I said I t took z -Pak. I said I had IV infusions of NAD and of vitamins, and I also took ivermectin. I mean, it should be no surprise. I had Dr. Pierre Corey who is one of the doctors from the frontline uh, critical COVID care group that has been treating people, including, by the way, 200 congresspeople have been treated with ivermectin for COVID. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah. Holy crap. Google that. 200. I believe you could probably find it in Dr. Pierre Corey's uh, Twitter page. Yeah. Be before there were vaccines, this was a common treatment, an off-label treatment for COVID. Now, I do not know what the motivation for demonizing this this particular medication is. Uh, again, I'm not a doctor and I'm not a scientist, but I would imagine some of it has to do with money. The reason being is that it is a generic drug now. They've The patent has run out, so anybody can make it, and it's worth like 30 cents a dose. Now, Merck has its own antiviral that's supposed to do the same thing that they claim ivermectin does, as does Pfizer. They're both about to release it. I don't know if that's why the FDA is making snarky tweets about it being veterinary medicine, but I do know that it was used for humans for fucking years yeah. before they ever started using it for animals. And I also do know that there is a massive amount of medications that have veterinary applications, including well, penicillin. Well, Joe, it's like me calling Child Protective Services because my neighbor was feeding her baby cat food, and by cat food I mean milk. Yeah, it, right, it, it, I mean right. it, it's it's insane. Like it's uh, insane. dogs take Xanax and all, all yes. these other things. So it, it's... wait a minute, dogs take Xanax? Yeah, people have like anxiety-ridden dogs. Of course, I get guarantee it's the person or uh, cats. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah come yeah. over to my house. My dog just lays. I know. Out, I met your dog. I met Marshall. Yeah, yeah, he's a sweet. Just, he doesn't need Xanax because he's fucking. He's a dog. He's, he's chill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but actually, some people get rescue dogs. I should take that back because sure. I, I did have a dog that had anxiety. Because I got her when she was two. Or maybe it's an older dog gets a puppy and the dog doesn't know what to do. Yeah, there, there's situations. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could, they yeah. think they're, yeah. That could. Um, but I don't think it's necessarily about the money so much it's, it's about obedience. Because mm -hmm. they're the ones who are promulgating how everyone has to act. And then you have this guy from Austin over here, this comedian, uh, telling people there was another way and the science isn't as settled. And all of a sudden, their sense of authority is diminished because when you have choices, that means that person who wants to be the one to go to no longer is the one who has all the answers. Well, this is what is so funny about that. They don't understand that when they say things that are absolutely untrue, it diminishes their authority. They, they, they're not even aware of what they're doing. Like they have an alternative. When Don Lemon goes on with lie. Sanjay yep. Gooper, Gupta and says, actually, it really is a veterinary medicine. It really no, is but a that's deworming not what, this, is, this was the lie. He goes, it's not a lie to say it's also used as horse medicine. Goes, that's not what you said. Yeah, that's not what you said. You didn't say yeah. this drug, which also is used for horses. <clears throat> of, of what relevance is that? It doesn't have any relevance. Exactly, exactly what you're talking about with penicillin right. and, and with like a, a gigantic number of medicines that also have veterinary applications. But by doing that, you just you just prove my point. They, they don't even understand what they just did. You, you think no one's, like, it's going to end with you? See, because it used to be that way. They would say something, and no one would have recourse. Do you know what this but is? But when you're yeah. saying something, and then the person you're saying it about has literally ten times the audience you do. You dumb motherfucker. Do you know what you did? You just proved my point.
Maui, my beloved baby daddy, please shoot all these fools. Our cyborg kids want to update their software. Beep 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 bop. I'm a robot, baby. Allah sent me here to destroy humanity. I love you. Allahu Akbar bitches. A power crunch in some parts of China has shut down factories and left some households without electricity. The shortages come as coal prices rise, and in some cases because of efforts to meet official energy use targets. There are fears the power shortage in China could become prolonged as the demand for coal and natural gas surges during the winter. Let's bring in DW's Clifford Coonan, who has been monitoring the situation for us. So what's behind the power crunch? Well, it seems to be almost like a perfect storm of things. There's a lot of different factors happening at once. It's been in 17 provinces in China, and altogether they account for something like 66% of the whole economy. So it's very widespread. Um, in the northeast, you have, have shortages where it's quite cold at the moment, but you also have shortages in Guangdong province in the south, which is undergoing a heat wave. So there's different factors that work all together, and they just seem to be combining to create this shortage. And in the south, for example, they've been, people have been asked to turn thermostats up on their air conditioning to use less electricity. Uh, whereas in the northeast, um, the shortages are affecting factory output and, and various different things. So it's um, all these different factors together are, are combining to cause these outages. There's a human impact, of course, but, but how about the economic impact? Yeah, I mean, it's it, it, a lot of things, a lot of the factories that are going to be making the smartphones that people will be buying for Christmas, um, you know, when you look at the fuel shortages in Britain at the moment, you know, there's all these combinations of things at the moment with that fuel supply. Um, it's going to have an impact on the economy because utilities in China, they can't pass on price increases. Coal prices are, are at record levels at the moment, but they can't pass them on to the com consumers. So they're stuck with this thing, uh, with, with having to charge them a certain amount, which means they're asking people people to use less and so we have these shortages so it could have quite a it could have indeed have quite an impact on on, on the economy overall okay so uh some bumps in the supply chain it, it sounds like uh all of us should get our christmas presents perhaps a yeah, little bit earlier than usual um let's talk about the cause how much of this is being attributed to global warming well, one of the things that, um, another uh, one of the reasons for this is that people are, uh, authorities in China are trying to cut emissions levels. And, um, you know, urban pollution in China has, has been appalling for many years. Um, and the government now seems very serious about doing something about it because it's it's become a real issue for people. So I think in that sense, global warming is, is playing a role in that, that it's trying to encourage um, the utilities to move away from coal because a lot of, um, a lot of China's electricity is still coming from coal powered uh, uh, coal-powered power stations. Um, so they're trying to get a move away from that. So in that sense, global warming is kind of key in some ways to why this is all happening. DW's Clifford Coonan. Thanks so much.